podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode 13 of a podcast with Mo. I am Mo and this week we are joined by Snappy and then by Curtis. Uh, talk about all kinds of random stuff like normal, discuss LV, uh, TV shows, the whole Supreme Court news with Kavanaugh that's going on. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, and then that leads into some politics and conspiracy theory talk. Uh, bring up the Telltale video game uh, company closure. And that leads into us talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, and then we start talking a little bit about music, which lead to strip clubs and other random stuff. And then when Curtis comes on, we just talk more about music. We've talked about music a lot lately. Uh, fantasy football, the NBA, uh, memes. And then I kind of lost track of everything we were talking about. Uh, and quick keeping notes. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. It's a long one. Um, send us an email, check out our Patreon, um, all that shit, you know, uh, thanks for listening. What up? And once again, we are joined by Snappy. What's going on? Not much, man. Um, the first random shit I want to bring up is I've learned something that I always bring up a lot of the weeks is like millennials or whatever to whatever. I looked it up this week because I just know I always bring that shit up. And from what I could find, millennials are ages 22 to 37. Right. So if you are currently 22 to 37 and then Generation X would be ages 38 to 53 and then baby boomers are 54 and up. Well, what's the age, like, what's the teenagers right now? That's what I right. want to know. I don't know if they've because named that, them yet. Because that's what that's what everyone's referring to as millennials, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think we call them Gen Z right now until we give them a name. But uh-huh. I don't know exactly. Because those are what people to are referring to as the millennials, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Because they're always like, kids these days, all these millennials. And technically, I'm a millennial. I'm 30. Well, no, I just turned 38, so fuck off. I mean, yeah, you're around the line. And I honestly say that if you are living in the middle of America, you're probably two years off. Right. Because like, just culturally, the things you were exposed to, maybe you had access to in middle America compared to the coastal bigger cities. So I'm like, you know, if you're on the line, you're probably closer to Gen X as far as your upbringing. Than- right than a millennial upbringing. Right. Um, so anyway, I just want to get it out of the way. Um, also, I finally heard from LV, and now I still have this master plan to make a cool, like, almost a radio production of me trying to explain the LV story. Okay. On one of these podcasts. Someday, if I ever just have time and, and really feeling it. If you're not familiar with this, go back to whatever episode we talk about LV, like episode three of the last podcast. We explain his history. Um but he finally sent me a letter. It was 14 pages. Wow. Said nothing. Like, the first two pages actually said, hey, I'm writing you this big 14-page letter to explain to you my belief system so we have a basis of communication for writing letters in the future, which I'm like, not necessary. I understand what you're going to say because I can fucking read. Right. I understand English. You, I don't even know any of this stuff, right? And then he proceeded to be like, if you did want to do something for me, because I'm normally like, is there anything like I can like literally do with money? Like, not right. saying I have a lot, 
but would there be anything I could help? Yeah, with? they have these things called books. You can put money on their books, like Western Union. Right. Yeah, you can do that. And so the thing he said he would love is is book, like not what you're saying, but like right. literal books. Like you can buy books from a publisher or from Amazon and get them mailed to him. It just has to come straight from some direct source or whatever if they get books. Because he was like, you know, I love books, and it's really hard to get books here or whatever because he's in a maximum security place. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And he'd also love like a subscription to the Daily Oklahoma just to read news so he can stay sharp or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that all seems pretty reasonable. I'll probably look into all of that if anyone's just out there wanting to volunteer, definitely. And then it got weird because he wants me to look up this girl I've never heard of who he claims is his second best friend behind me who's always supported him through all these times and ask her if she'll send him $250 so he can get a TV because last time I brought him up, he has this whole he wants a TV thing, which I definitely am like, I would want a TV too. That seems expensive as fuck for a little ass TV. Oh, yeah, they're like 12 inches. And so I was like, and I might hit up this person, but that seems, I don't want to like, she's if she's like married and shit and this is like some old fling and he's not telling the whole truth, I don't want to be weird, right? And right. So that's something I, I well, haven't figured out. Maybe like try to find her on like Facebook and just send a message, say, I was uh, asked to give you a message message from LV. Is I thought that, I was just taking that a okay? picture of just taking a picture of what he wrote. Okay, and then just sitting on Facebook, right? Something. Okay, but, I don't know, um, but it's basically asking her to give two hundred and fifty dollars. And if our Patreon just ever took off, we could just have that as a tier, like get LV a TV tier, right? Um, but anyway, so that was weird. That was the only part that was half interesting. And then it was, like I said, 14 pages of him of why he believes in the Eastern Chinese Zodiacs, like the year of the rat and the year of the dog and all that shit. And I'm not saying that's not true. I, I don't. He went into detail of why he believes it and all the things I'm like, I don't disagree. I just don't understand why you're writing t- this to me. And I was getting so pissed reading it all. Because when I saw him, I got someone excited. Like, fuck yeah, you know, he finally wrote back. I'm sure he got my letter I sent him. No mention of that. Just this long-ass fucking thing of this shit. And so it was just really, really uh, odd. So in the I, last... Well, these guys sitting there, and what else do they have to do? They're sitting there. Their mind is wandering. Right. They're in a, you know, six-by-eight self with another dude. I agree. I mean, that's and that the whole time I was thinking, like, I'm sure that's just what's on his mind all the time. But it's like, there's just nothing I could care less about. And when he's like, and they say the Chinese zodiacs because of this, this, and this, and the whole time, I'm like, or it's because if everyone's born in the same year, they're probably similar. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Without his DLC number or anything like that, we, you couldn't send him money. Right. I mean, I have all that. Okay. Uh, in his, like, in the letter, he got me some of that stuff. Okay. And I have to have that to like send him a letter. Cause I don't look at it. Oh up. yeah. Um, Duh. Well, that just last I, time I, I, I knew lost, that. I lost his letter, and then I had to go online and look it up to find out his number and all that shit. So it was a whole thing. Right. There's a system behind it, and you could call, and they can give you the information. Right. So anyway, uh, if anyone out there is really, really wanting to help out LV, or uh, I mean, I know we have some fraternity brothers, for instance, that may want to rot him or whatever. I don't think he would not want it. I mean, nothing he can do about it. He's, they're going to give him the letter. Well, which facility is he in? Uh, I don't remember. Lexington? Yeah, I think it's Lexington. So, maybe. how long has he been in? A few months now. A few months, yeah. yeah. Uh, they always start out at Lexington. It's the Lexington. It's called LARP. 
Uh, Lexington. Or... He was at LARP. I think he's been moved now, okay. actually, to somewhere else. I, they get moved quite frequently based on affiliations. Right. I mean, crimes, da-da-da-da. Maybe McAllister, they have one? McAllister's, uh, that has to be like super max crime. Yeah, that's what he's in for. Okay. They usually don't start out there, though, unless it's like worse than worse. I, well, I'm not. He escaped jail. That's just it, an extra 10 years. Right. But he got like, a, but in doing it, he uh, put a knife to a cop's throat. Uh, okay. And so he got like some extra shit. Right. Um, Again, go back and listen, you know, and again, someday I might pull out all the news articles and try to do a real like, here's the story of LV. Um, I can, I'll, I'll look it up this week. Right. And so. Because my has, memory is shit. He so. has um, some crazy. So look, Jeremy Laborczyk, if anyone out there wants to look him up, that's the name. Um, he has no problem. He's told me in the past, discussing the podcast to be used or talked about at all on here. He's like, I'm all for it. So. Okay. He doesn't know what a podcast is. And I just told him it's like a radio show. And he goes, well, I have a cellmate that, that tried to explain it to me, like Joe Rogan's. And I was like, yeah, like Joe, because like <laughs> everyone knows Joe Rogan. Hell yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, random shit on LV there. So if I'll read back through the letters, I'm going to read. I'll write him, of course. Uh, but like I said, if any fraternity brothers out there, anybody wants to write LV, um, I'm sure he'll he would be down with it unless he hates you. Then probably don't. Don't do it. Uh, so you got anything, Ked? come up this week for you uh a catchy thing a man want from illinois he won 125 million dollars hell yeah less than two weeks later he was arrested he bought 224,000 pounds of manure and had it sent to put on his employer's lawn oh yeah that's awesome i've seen that actually <laughs> i just i thought it was awesome i mean to me that's an obvious sign the employer deserved it 224 pounds. Right. Like, you don't, wait, you don't waste wow. that money, right? Even if you just want a lot. I don't know. Wow. Um. <laughs> Something super random that I just read this morning, and I put, like, one sentence that I should have put way more in, like, a link to the actual story. So I might need to look this up, or I'll find the story and send it to you, and you can maybe re-bring it up next week. There's this place in the Dominican Republic, and the name of the town translated to English means, like, at boys at puberty or something like that and they're all born not all a very large percentage of children are born female and become male at the age like when they hit puberty like when they're born you can't see a penis or testicles it looks like a vagina but then once they hit puberty they finally start developing whatever gland it is that makes you develop a penis and testicles in the womb it just didn't ha it doesn't happen for them it's like some genetic malfunction and then they turn. So, like, there's, like, a village of all, like, what we would hear would be, like, they're misidentified, you know, oh, now you want to become a boy? It's, like, no, they literally are. They were raised as girls because they don't know. And then when they hit this age and they start turning and, like, moms know there because it's just, like, been a thing forever. And they'll be, like, oh, I noticed Maria, who's going to become Carlos, started developing <laughs> more muscles, you know, and wanted to start wrestling with people. And that's how we knew it was a boy. And it was just an interesting read because it's just so fucking weird. Like, that's not fucking weird as in, like, they shouldn't exist, but just, like, I've never heard of this. Yeah. I didn't know this could be a thing. That's crazy. And I don't know. It's just, I think it adds some perspective to the whole gender politic shit we have going on here when it's like at this place they just have to accept it because it's like a kind of poor country and, right that's the real deal right that's like right it's just different and i, I don't know i think everyone should look into this 
I guess just look up Dominican Republic uh, girls turn to boys town. Something mm-hmm. like that. It'll come up. A couple weeks ago, you asked me if I'd watched uh, American Vandal about the penises. Yes. And I had no comment because, I don't know, I just didn't think about it. But I've totally watched that. And then I started the uh, whole second season about the turd burglar. And you're right, on them uh, Facebook videos, it was clips of that. Of American Vandal, yeah. I feel like it had to been, I haven't watched season two yet, but. It's all right. I just feel like it can be as good as season one because the the main guy from season one, like the dumb guy or whatever, he's so good that I was like, there's just, there's no way. No way it, it's supposed to be that good. It's not, it's not as good. Right. I mean, there's a few funny moments, but then now it's kind of, I'm just kind of like paying attention. Not, not really. Right. I got you. It kind of bored me. Yeah. This week, or I guess it was last night, I've been waiting for my wife, you know, to get back or whatever because we've. I wanted to watch, I'm trying to think of the name of this, Maniac on Netflix. It's a right. Jonah Hill show, and uh, Emma Stone is in it. And I love Jonah Hill, and I right. love Superbad, and that was Emma Stone's first movie was Superbad. So I've just been, like, fucking pumped to watch this this show, right? So I waited until Kubi was back, and we were ready. I was like, you ready to watch this? She fell asleep at, like, 7 o'clock last night because, you know, that's what her job does. And while watching it. So that's how it's kind of boring. I'll let you know. The first, I already know. Okay, the first episode... It, it takes all the way until, like, the last, like, five minutes until it's finally the hook is there. Like, until then, you're like, really? It's kind of weird. It, and it is, it's real weird. I would say artsy is the right word. It's very right. artsy. It really wasn't my thing. I don't think I finished it. Right. And I can see a lot of people not. I would say try to watch at least the last ten minutes of the first episode, and if that seems interesting, then you'll probably want to oh, watch I'm past, it. I'm past that. It's just I don't really know. Like if I paid attention the last couple episodes. Right. I mean, it definitely seems like one you need to pay attention. So I'm going to keep watching it. We'll see what happens. I think that's pretty much the only new shows I've watched recently. Uh, Big Bang Theory came back on. And I'm going to watch, of course, the season this season finales. You know, the last season that's going to be on here. Um, and Goldberg's is back. And I fucking love the Goldberg. So I'm excited about that. But those aren't new. Uh, my wife was catching up on Walking Dead and... Um American Horror Story. Yeah, I my think we're going to watch se- the new American Horror Story. But then my daughter's a season behind, and apparently the season she's watching is super gory. Yeah. And she was wanting me to watch it with her. Nope. So, nope. So, and I did not, but uh, she went and had my wife watch it. My wife's already seen it. She fell asleep. Yeah, see, we we have a weird, like, we in season one of American Horror Story was okay. Like, me and my wife enjoyed that. Season two did not like. You don't uh, like it at all. And because it was too gory, and season three was the best one, but it was also the least gory and the most fun. So like that's just what I'm all about. And then after that, I was the, maybe the carnival one. I like the carnival one, whatever season that was. And then I, they lost me after that. I don't really know what happened when. I know we watched one called Roanoke that was like filmed like a fucking unsolved mysteries episode, but went ten. It was weird. So like we were out there, but then I've heard the newest season's good. So right. we were like. Maybe we should just watch the new season and just say fuck all the other ones because I they just lost me. Too many. American I never really. Stories. She when she watches that, I usually go do something else. It. See, yeah, I normally don't like scary stuff just in general. Not that like it scares me. I just don't. I'm not entertained by being scared necessarily. Right. But every once in a while, if a story's good enough, I'll I'll deal with it. And so, like, if you, for instance, like that. Uh, 
I can't remember what the name of that that game is that I played on um, PlayStation. That was like a good horror game, but I was like, well, it's good. It's a good story, so I'm still down with it, even if it does make me like right. want to shit my pants all the time. It's fine. Uh, I'm trying. To, oh, Big Brother finally happened this week. It did. So that one was pretty cool. I actually think, in general, I would say like Tyler deserved to win, and if he was up against anyone else, I would say he he would have deserved to win because he had the best game moves. But Casey. And I know it's your first season, Jones, but like it's really hard for people to win playing an honest game. Like mm-hmm. Casey never lied to anyone. Right. She just won the competition she needed to, worked hard, got there at the end, was nice to people. It was almost a perfect game, but in a different way than most Big Brother fans say she, like say is a perfect game. She didn't game. set up no moves or or backdoor anybody. Tyler took a bunch of the blood. Right. Or Angela really took a well, lot. Well, Angela of it. took the blood, but Tyler, he he was he was a snake. Oh yeah, for sure. And I he like was I said, a, he was a trusty snake, you know. And I think if Tyler would have won that last HOH, he might not have took Angela. He might have took JC because he could have beat JC. I mean, I, I really think Angela just wanted to compete. On KC wanted to compete. I right. think she knew if she took JC, she'd win hands down. Right. And it got scary there for a minute. Yeah. So. Big Brother is cool. Now, I will say the dumbest thing that I've seen on TV in a while is that Swaggy C proposed to Bailey at the end of the episode. And now, I'm not even going to say you can't fall in love with someone in 24 days that you live with because, I mean, that would be a long time to be with someone. Or that's a lot of time to be around someone you would know or whatever. But for Bailey to be, like, so into him just blows my mind. Like, she's literally like a Miss America contestant. Right. And she's she very seems, attractive. Right. She's very, I mean, it's unbelievable. She's, like, she's annoying. Also, that takes it but down. But you can tell she's also intellectual in some way. Like, she's not an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure she has options in the world. And I'm not saying Swaggy sees horrible, but he dresses like a grown child. And so I think just that alone, I'd be like, really? That's. And the fact I don't know, that he so hung weird. out with her parents the whole time right. after he got booted. Yeah, it was so weird. So uh, that was that was weird to me. I agree. So anyway, that was it. Was weird. She said yes. Like of course, of course. <laughs> like, I don't. Know. It was just that whole thing was odd <laughs> to me personally. But um, Big Brother was fun this year. At least Tyler got at least seventy five thousand. So yeah, I really figured JC would get nominated favorite player. No, he had too many. Like he molested Tyler in his sleep. Right. You told me about that, but how did that never come up? Well, they're not going to show on the show because that's just bad publicity. They will if they got so bad. So like a few years ago. There was this character named Erin, and she was like a blonde-haired, you know, white girl, and she was saying some racist shit, and it got bad enough that like Julie Chin had to start the episode with like the Erin racist remark episode, and like the whole episode was about it, right? Like sometimes if the public complains enough or says enough, they will, but if they don't have to, they're gonna try to not bring it up and just let it live on the internet. Right. Is kind of, I think, the way it is. Now, they did, I think, Kenneth, or said for sure they're going to have another celebrity big brother this winter. They had one last year. It was their first one and had Ron Artest was on it. Um, He had never seen Big Brother, had no idea what the fuck he was doing. It was funny as shit to me. How far did he make it? Uh, He made like third or fourth person out. Okay. Is that like 10 people? It was a little shorter. And then we did it last year to compete with the Olympics. But it ended up being pretty good, I thought. So okay, we we'll see it. Like I, I said, I didn't really. get into the live feed, so I did. Uh, even my I didn't wife didn't watch them much this year. Even my wife got into the show, so we enjoyed it. The fact that I told you, I really thought Casey had a 
was the best player, and you're like, Tyler's actually the best player. I agree. Tyler's actually the best player, but I was kind of – I was high uh, on KC, so I was pretty proud she won because she was my first big brother, and I was like, yes. Yeah, right. Well, it's kind of different. It's like you saw as you saw the finale, you saw Dr. Will, who they brought in to interview the jury, right? Right. And I'm sure as you, not every watch, you're like, who the fuck's this guy? So in season two, he won, and that was like – that's probably my favorite season. Um, I watched season one. And I was very, very young, but the game was a little different. And then season two is almost the exact same as it is now. Pretty similar. And Dr. Will and then his best friend Boogie was like a two-man alliance named Chilltown. And they just ran the game. And they would tell people their face, like, I'm lying to you right now, and I'm going to vote you out. And then people would just laugh, like, you're so funny. And they would just be – I don't know. They were just smart asses, but, like, they were just the perfect, like, little duo, right? But they kind of invented a lot of the, like – how you backdoor some maybe not backdoor exactly but like just a lot of the strategy that now happens dr will started it so when people think of good game players they think of people that are like little snaky people because that's how he was and he was really good now there's been other people that play a good honest game they just it's very rare for a win if ever okay because like eventually someone's going to screw them over but no one ever screwed casey over so like she made it to the end and then she won like it tyler if he was smart like if should have worked, you should have voted her out at some time, right? When he realized he couldn't beat her, mm-hmm. if he was really a good game player. But um, there's another dude, Derek, who's really good, who they brought on one episode, uh, and he was an undercover cop. So I thought always thought that was like an unfair advantage because he came in and just ran the game, honestly, start to finish, never got put on the block, won the whole thing like unanimously. Cool. Took like took his best friend to second place to make sure he got some money. Like right. I mean, it was just like across the board, he would he fucking killed it. But Casey, I think, played the most honest game. Yeah, and, and have won. So, anything, anyways, get off Big Brother because I'm sure a lot of people don't don't watch it. Um, do you feel like Facebook is still too political? Yes. So I'm just, I feel like I don't see as much politics stuff these days as I used to. Right. So that's why I was just curious if yours your world's the same or not. Yeah, been, like you're one of the more I see more political stuff that you post than a lot of other people. And so I'm like, I'm a, a potster counterclockwise. I see. I'm just stirring the pot. That's it. I mean, Wyatt also posts some shit that's like, you know, real political. And then Sideshow, of course. But Sideshows I always agree with because we're on board in the same place. I have so many. Like, I'm friends with Sideshow or Sideshow. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I have friends from all different angles. But, yeah, I usually post the more conservative stuff if I do. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, and I mean, we can go ahead and get in the Supreme Court, though, because I know you want to talk about it with Brett Kavanaugh. I really saying. did yesterday, but you know, it's kind of whatever. Right. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff's happened since then. I only watched like an hour of each person's thing, right? So I don't have, I didn't, I think you watched like most of the whole thing. No, not really. I really watched like the last three hours and then the next day. Okay. Um, I really watched the smear campaign, is what I watched. I see. So my takeaway, and I don't remember all the names, Dr. Ford Lady. And I said this last week, and I still agree. Um, and another crazy thing happened this week is I agree with Megan Kelly on TV and I don't I'm not a fan of Megan Kelly, but she was like at this point no Republican is gonna come in with an open mind, or very few of them, and believe what Dr. Ford says, and no Democrat's gonna come in here with an open mind and believe what Kavanaugh says. Right. And so at the end of the day, that is what my thought process is. No matter what else it says after this is probably all just me gonna argue. But like that's truly like the problem here is the Supreme Court should not be a political partisan thing, and it is, and that's a that's I think a problem. Um, hey, man, that's my son. Yeah, go ahead, man. 
All right. So Snappy had a phone call here. Yeah, my son uh, on Wednesday the 19th. My son was born with a cleft whip, cleft palate. Then on September 19th, he had the surgery, got four wisdom teeth taken out, and they had one tooth in the gum that wouldn't come out. Right. And so they had to do this big surgery, and it has just been hell. They put this on the other side. The canine was going to be able to come down, but they had to put this hook on it, and they're going to put a chain when he goes to the orthodontist on Wednesday. It's going to help pull it down. I know it don't make a lot of sense, but right. there's this tooth that's barely pulling out. They had to expose it, and they put this thing on it. But then that chain wrapped around his braces. So I had to take him in again and get that removed. But then the chains are on back order, so they couldn't fix it. Okay. So they are trying to say the orthodontist fixed it. The orthodontist was out of town, but I got a secretary, and he's like, we don't do that. And I'm pretty sure she don't know what goes on because they can totally do that. Right. So and just then, an old, it's a so, shit show. Yeah, so they put this co-pack on it, which they said there him and a the nurse had to figure it out. And I'm getting an intern. I'm not even getting a specialist I signed up for. Right. And he stuck his head in, and I told him how displeased I was, and he took off. Thanks, Obamacare. And I'm getting this intern, <laughs> and I told him, I was like, shouldn't y'all be practicing on the people over in Belize? And I was like, I know that sounds fucking wrong. But I signed up for a specialist, not an intern that don't even know how to raise the chair up and down. Right. From what I understand, in Oklahoma, if people go to Northeastern, or if you live in the Northeastern part of Oklahoma, uh, you can get a lot of free or very cheap dental and eye care because they have college students doing it. Right. And it's good for the college students because they get more work done than anyone or something. And anyway. Um, yeah, well, his co-pack that they put on the other day just fell out. Yeah, that's not good. So... It's just like, it's been a shit show because this fucking specialist didn't fucking do it. Right. Yeah, Sorry. so anyway. Sorry about my rant. That, I just had to take that call. Right. So anyway, we're back now. So anyway, what I'm saying is, on this Kavanaugh thing, I just don't think it should be political. It now is, obviously. And that's fucking crazy. It's just I, so crazy. If something happened, if something didn't happen, this is not justice. They was up there, both sides, political as fuck. If I learned anything, it's that... We need term limits, and these guys need out. I agree. They, 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 there was a political agenda on both sides. Right. It was all to save their ass so for their constituents. But also, like, I don't know the exact numbers. I'm sure there's something that's been out there. I just think it does. Even if Kavanaugh did it, and it come out he did, I still think most Republicans are going to be like, we're still nominating him in. Because we like well, his court record of what he'll do for us and our what we want. If he did it, he shouldn't get it. See, and I mean, I, I think it's going to be thing. Now, another thing I've been wrestling with this, and my wife thinks I'm uh, dumb because she's, she, I mean, she'll just shut me down this argument. And I even get, I get where she's coming from. I'm not saying I'm right in this way, but I'm just like, what if in my imaginary world, I like a lot of what if questions. What if when it first came out, he was, came out and goes, you know, I went to a prep school that at that time things happened I'm not proud of, you know, and I've spent my whole life being a man of God and doing a public servant. And I, and I, you know, to hope ask for forgiveness, you know, because I feel like I've gotten it from my, you know, Lord or whatever. You know, like if right. he just went the exact way, like maybe I did. It was a drunken haze of high school. I'm not that man anymore. I'm a good man. Like if he would have took that route, would people on like the Democrat, would they be like, okay, I get that. Because like I have friends in high school that probably did stuff that and I look back on it, it's like, Oh, if someone worded that in a certain yeah, if way, yeah, we had or all the videos and, I, and social media, it would be now, awful. 
I try to look. I want to try to think back. Um, I don't think I'm anything too horrible. But if someone did come out and say it's something horrible, my first I'll be like, I so apologize if I did. And I would if I didn't remember because of drunken, drug fueled whatever. I would just immediately be like so remorseful. My first thought is not going to be to scream and yell at people. Right. And I think when I saw Kavanaugh yelling and screaming in a way that if the woman did behave that way, we would have said she's a drama queen and this is why women shouldn't be testifying. Like. Kavanaugh embarrassed himself, in my opinion. Now, I know that's mean. I just think he did with the way he reacted. Right. And then uh, my last little thing on Kavanaugh, because I text you this, there was one question at the end where the guy goes, do you believe in God? And I was like, whoa, when I was right. watching him off. I was like, I don't think that – I just don't think that should be a question to ask. I just don't. Um, but, of course, he said yes. Of course he does. And then – the guy was like, well, I'm going to ask you right now, man, man, look at mine. Did you do it? Right. One of those sort of things. And he, the answer he gave to that was such a bullshit rapper. Just say, yeah, I didn't fucking do it. Like, you, right. That's just my first thought. And then the guy goes, what about these two other new accusations? And the way Kavanaugh answered those two, I believed Kavanaugh. Right. Just the way he was like. Bullshit, right. bullshit. But the way he answered that first one, I was like, no, he remember, he knows something happened here. Maybe it wasn't exactly how it's being told, but that was like my gut feeling. Now, again, I don't think anyone's mind was changed with what happened, and I think they eventually settled on, let's do an FBI investigation. Man, I watched the end of that, and that was handled poorly by the uh, chairman. Really? It was... Uh, the chairman was shit show the whole time, I, I thought. It, that that particular moment was handled the poorest I've ever seen anything. If that's our government, we got to get rid of them. Right. Um, of course, Flake, of course, they're saying he flaked out, but apparently he changed his mind and said, I will agree to go to the floor with Kavanaugh if we allow them their one-week investigation. Right. And the uh, dude didn't really agree or acknowledge his statement. He just said, roll call. And they all had to answer. And he went and got to find something. What are we answering on? And they was trying to answer um, with the one-week investigation, no, or I, I don't know exactly like they what. They know exactly what yes or no Yeah, because even on the interview, right. Graham was like, I don't know what happened. I'm going to have to go talk, and I guess it's my job to explain to the president. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 was, it was awful. That is bad. Now – the whole time on this FBI investigation thing, this is before they decided to have it, but it kept getting brought up, right? Like, should we have an FBI investigation? Should we do it? And people were asking Kavanaugh that, and he would refuse to answer yes or no that on it. That he did. And I, that's weird to me. And I, I know this is like a statement I would always say, but like, for instance, when Hillary Clinton was going through her shit, right? Oh, yeah. Also fucking weird that Kavanaugh said that this is a revenge plot by the Clintons. Like, you're showing partisan shit that shouldn't exist on the Supreme Court. Honestly, think that's... He offers himself a huge disservice there. Like, they could right now say, like, you can't be on the Supreme Court because you are clearly a Republican. Right. And that shouldn't be a thing. Like, so anyway, that was kind of off track. But, um, fuck, I don't even remember what I was talking about now because I got so distracted on this whole fucking Hillary Clinton shit. Um, oh, Clinton gets investigated by the FBI, right? And then people are like, well, don't be fucking mad about it. If she didn't do anything wrong, she has nothing to worry about. And we're like, and then, you know, the liberals of the time were like, pouty about that and then trump and now kavanaugh it's like how about an fbi investigation they're like this is ridiculous and it's like what happened to the if you didn't do anything wrong it doesn't you have nothing to worry about that's what you were just yeah. saying think, a few years uh, ago i think some people are confused i mean uh the fbi investigation is only going to gather facts it's the same committee that's going to vote right and what i seen 
no matter what investigation happens, the same committee's going to vote just like they was the other day. Well, and something yeah. I've noticed through Facebook is everyone's an attorney on Facebook. They know laws, and they thought what was happening was an actual court case. Right. And it's just like those aren't. No, it's not. This is just old white guys asking this. It was supposed to be questions. a job interview, but it was a witch hunt. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know if a, I mean, if you want to say a witch hunt, maybe not a witch hunt, a smear campaign. Right, but I mean, it might be justified. Maybe I don't know. I like. I just don't. I personally don't think there's enough information right now to know. I just know if that was my evidence against someone, it wouldn't hold up in the town I live in. Well, right, but if it went the other way around, I don't know. I think it's it's hard. What the current evidence and what they have is not enough, in my opinion. Right. I mean, I think. I don't think you can do a criminal thing or whatever. It's one of them technicalities. I would hate if he did do it because I would ever hate to discredit a woman. Right. I would hate to do that. But we don't know. Right. I mean, I think hopefully – this sounds so fucked. I hope at least something learned here is that people do need to report things sooner. And I know, like, so many women, they're, like, super brave and everything. They're like, you know, it took, took me 20 years to come out and say it and all this. I'm like, and that – I'm not saying you are wrong in that. I'm just saying, like, I think – to prevent stuff like this in the future, it would be helpful. And I know there's like all kinds of like rape kits that aren't tested and men cops that don't believe you and people treat you like a whore. Like I understand there's so many horrible things and you don't want to go through it. So like, but uh, I don't know. It's just so like when it turns into, I don't know. Something people are saying is like, it's a, he said, she said, cause I almost just said that, but it's not like in court. If that woman testified that, that would be evidence. Right. So to say, like, in court that wouldn't hold up, it kind of, that would be the evidence. Because he says, she said, is telling your friends and then them telling someone else. Right. And You're so, telling directly from the source. That's what eliminates the he said, she said. Now, it, it's you just have a, to have evidence. It's a long time. You lose news. Your cells are dead every seven years. So the brain cells that are remembering that memory aren't even the same brain cell. Like, it, there, it's just been scientifically proven you misremember shit. Right. As you get older. And so, like, I'm not saying, like, I don't want to discredit her, but it's like, who's who's to say, like, 60 years later that you didn't get him confused with this other guy or, or whatever? Like, I, I, I think she th- believes or knows, you know, that happened to her. Right. But... And there were weird things. And like, I think he knows more than he's letting on. Like, right. And he already lied under oath. It's been proven that he lied about shit that he knew the answer to in that interview that they had. Where there was like, what did this mean at your school? And he goes, oh, it means this. When that He knows that's a lie. And so, like, you could get him right there on you lied under oath. You can't be on the Supreme Court. So, like, there's a lot of small technicalities that the Democrats aren't even grabbing at yet. Right. Um, I think it's, I think it's also clearly a political thing. They're trying to win seats in November. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, like, the better they can look in this scenario, because they do. It's so they have made it, and the Republicans haven't done anything to stop them. They have made it the Democrats are the party of we're against rape, and the Republicans are the party that are okay with rape as long as it happened a long time ago when you were young and drunk. Right. And that's crazy that the Republicans are like, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, no, everyone should be against rape. Right. <laughs> it's so Absolutely. weird. They've become divided on a subject that we should all fucking agree on. I mean, I think it's. I think something did happen to her, but right. But then, and I've told him about this. I just can also imagine a world where someone gave that woman a million dollars and said, "Go with it, lie your ass off," and she's like some world class actor, right? Like you could convince me of that. Not saying it's true, but like if there was a fucking movie made about that, I would right. be like, "That's fucking 
captivating movie, right? Like they're bringing down this man through, you know, all lies and shit. Like it's just something I could buy into that story or you could convince me of it. So that's why I guess I'm not sold one way or the other. I'm like, maybe people are just pissed that Trump's going to put this guy who's so conservative on the Supreme Court that they are they made some shit up. But I don't want to say that because I have a decent human being and right. we have no evidence of that yet. Right. So like, but I'm just saying like, I can imagine either side. I was at the point, yes, I mean, some more Democrats annoyed me than Republicans, but some Republicans did annoy me the other day. Right. Especially the chairman. And then Feinstein, I didn't really, because she would answer away and then someone would tell or something. Oh, no, this is what we did. Right. Well, something that people don't get on the Senate and um, House Representatives until they really like watch some C-SPAN shit or things like that is they have all these A's that are actually doing their job because these people are old and they sleep all the time and they don't know what the fuck's going on. I know. And so the people you're voting for that give all the speeches aren't really the people doing it. Not saying their team's not good and not really running the country and that's when we need it, but it's just how it is. And some people, once you realize, you're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that's why we should have term limits. Because the The person should actually do the job. The dude to the left of the chairman, he fell asleep at one point during... Dr. Ford's speech, like his head was down. You could tell he was asleep, and that's when the chairman was like, oh, let's take a quick recess. Like, just not in the middle of nowhere, because he finally noticed. And I was like, God damn, you can't even stay awake while a woman's, like, recounting a horrific story. Right. Like, it's, oh, it's And so do you crazy. actually, like, trust the FBI investigation? Like, And we trusted it for everyone else's stuff. Like, I mean, it could well, be no, I'm not. No, I'm not trying to get it that right. I was just talking about the Clintons. I kind of thought she was guilty. I mean, I thought- she was guilty of having emails on a private server they found that she wasn't guilty with like malicious intent like she wasn't trying to be a criminal about it like yeah she might have it'd be like if you sped but it was like because your car was wrong (laughs) and you were like oh i thought i was going 65 but i guess i was going 70 like they explained away like she might have broke the law but it wasn't like she was trying to like fuck over america doing it Uh and right now, I'm pretty sure President Trump uses a private email server. So for everyone that was pissed that Hillary Clinton did it, I'm almost 100% everyone does it now because yeah. it's more secure. Um, and you can blackmail people with the emails once you have them and shit. Uh, but I don't know. I think there is a lot of weird shit on the Hillary Clintons. I just don't know enough about it. And I used okay. to love Alex Jones videos that are like – he. my first – and I've talked about Alex Jones a lot, and he's now getting kicked off everything. So he'll be just a memory for a lot of people soon was this movie called The Obama Deception. And it was about, and I love Obama. I still do this day. Like, I think as a person, Obama's dope. I don't know about him as much as a politician. Because, yeah, I don't think he did a lot. Um, but I just think he seems cool. I'd smoke with Obama, you know, right. Barrio or whatever. Um, but the movie was about how the Bilderberg Group and the Trilateral Commission, they choose all the nominees for president on both sides of the political parties, and they actually run the country. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm into this shit. And it's filmed like a documentary. And maybe he believes it. Maybe he knows it's all bullshit. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I don't fucking know. That's what makes the movies fun, right? And it has him hiding outside this hotel where, like, Obama, and in the hotel, an alarm gets pulled, the fire alarm, and they're asked to leave. Now, he could have pulled it himself to set it up, but claims they're asked to leave, and he predicted all this was going to happen. And when they leave, in, like, 3 in the morning when the hotel is cleared out and they've told the people they can't stay there, they have to leave, all these limos pull up like three in the morning. Alex Jones is hiding out in the fucking bushes filming it. And Obama gets out of a fucking limo at three in the morning with some people and fucking Hillary Clinton gets out of the morning. And then the next day is when they announce that Obama got the nominee nomination on Hillary Clinton. And when they left the meeting, Hillary Clinton looked all fucking pissed as shit. So I've seen that and it could be all bullshit, 
but I've always been like, fuck yeah, it works like that. Like yeah, there's they, some shadow they just government. They cleared out the whole fucking hotel because they need to have this meeting, right? right. And it's just like, I, I just truly believe it. And I know it's like so conspiracy theory-ish and I rarely talk about it, but I want to believe that's how it works. Like there's some shadowy government shit going on, right? You know there is. And I think it, I just think people fool themselves because they think it's all one side. And I think like Alex Jones bought into like Donald Trump, and but he'll never turn to that. And I'm like, I think he probably did. Like if he got the nomination, even if they didn't get it for him, once he became president, someone had to sit him down and be like, listen, motherfucker. And again, I'm not even excusing it, but I just think all that. So I think the Kavanaugh thing and everything that's happening could also just be a big distraction because we're fundamentally changing something behind the scenes that we don't even grasp as normal citizens. And then that's like a super conspiracy theorist thought. No, no, Naki's why they was hiding this. Oh, yeah, Naki happened to hide this. That's true. So, I don't know. It's just so f- interesting. I'll, I could think about it a lot. But then I get to the, like, at the basis, I want to believe a woman who says she was raped. Right. So that's the side I'm going to lean to naturally. But I, wa- I just said... 15 minutes of rambling about how it could be the other way. So that's where I'm at on it all. I liked Lindsey Graham when he went off because you don't really see that out of that guy. See, I didn't see him going off recently or on this. I know I like the fact he was kind of anti-Trump because at least it showed he had his own thoughts. No, look up the first day when they was uh, doing the interviews when Lindsey Graham spoke. Now, I guess Kavanaugh was up there, but he basically spent most of his time ripping the Democrats a new asshole. And that was really uncharacteristic of this guy. Look it up. It is He just oh, went off. I mean, I'm probably... That's why I shared, I shared <clears throat> like two posts. And one of them was super conservative because Feinstein just annoyed me when I realized that she couldn't even I do mean, her, I just... Well, she couldn't of, even do her job. I don't know what her job was. Uh, I think Feinstein answered her defense of why they didn't bring the charges up sooner in a way that makes sense for people like me they're like why'd you wait so long but i'm like oh, at least that's a good answer i don't know if it's true it was a good right. answer um and your post said that kavanaugh was honorable and i guess technically if he's a judge you call him your honor but i would at least say through i don't know just the way he yelled and screamed like oh that's not something i get it i truth. know maybe i shouldn't that's have, weird maybe i shouldn't have shared that one i i get that uh but i don't care that you shared i was just like and I just know a Russian made it like a Russian made that meme you shared and then they sent it to like a Trump support page and then it made the rounds and then it gets to wherever and then you share it. And I'm just like, it's fucking crazy the way this fucking Facebook works. Um, all right. Changed subjects. I showed you a video game last week that was made by Telltale Games and you were like, this looks boring as fuck. It was this Batman game that I've been playing a little bit of. And that studio actually shut down within the last week. I did not enjoy what I watched. So I, I, it was cool. It's like watching a movie. Right. It's like playing but, through a little movie. Exactly what it's like. And it's halfway interesting. And I guess what happened was they had horrible money management and they've been taking on way more than they can handle. And they just ran out of money and they like shut the studio down and let everyone go that day. No severance to anyone. Their health care runs out at the end of September. That's crazy. And now all them people are suing them because in California you have to give a 60 day. Like there's all these laws and shit. And so it's turned this whole crazy thing. And I love video games. And something that I never even think about is like the video game industry is like the most one of the most cutthroat places right. currently because 
what will happen is like Madden's coming up, right, or whatever, the next Madden. So like right now, they probably laid off a bunch of people. But then whenever they need to gear up for the next one, they're going to hire like 500 people, give them a job for five months, and then they're let go. And then like there's just rounds like for all these some major games. Some people can games. make it like that, though. Right, and some people can. And then other people, it's like if you have a family, though, and that would be pretty just, fucking hard. Right. So it's just interesting the way it all works. And they have no unions in the video game industry yet. And eventually they, they will. And it'll make it all better for them, but it'll also probably make games take longer to come out. They'll probably be more expensive because we're going to have to deal with, you know, there'll be union fees and different shit. So just interesting thing about video games. We're like, what, 40 years into like good video games or so. Um, uh, man, I just don't see myself paying $100 for a video. The this. rumor is that the next uh, iteration, the Xbox 2 and PS5, um, they'll be out next year, and the games are going up for the first, or because they didn't this last generation. They say the same, but they're going to go up. I think to eighty dollars. What people said. Man, there's already some seventy nine dollar ones. Is there? Maybe. I guess like deluxe editions. Yeah, are already that much. They come with a few extra things. Um, video games are going to become expensive for That's sure. Crazy. Now, speaking of video games, I am completely in on Red Dead Redemption Two after the latest shit i watch i mean i was before of course i was gonna play it but like i'll actually go out of my way to try to buy it day one now right if i had the money that day um i don't have a pre-order anywhere but just all the stuff's come out like the testicles on the horses shrink depending on the weather <laughs> and when you're hunting if the wind changes and blows your scent towards the animal they'll bounce like they Hell put yeah. a lot of shit into it and like if you have a carcass on the back of your horse and it's in the sun too long and it's gonna rot and you're not gonna be able to sell it for as much money like they Honestly, it's only put too many details into it, but right. I'm fucking like, oh, I'm all in. I got to play this shit. Damn. So, I know, because half the time you just keep them carcasses, and whenever yeah, you ended yep. up in town, you'd run over to the store. Exactly. That's so, going to be a lot of travel. Yeah, So, but you guys, my wife, when I played Red Dead Redemption, I spent almost all the time just hunting. That's all I did on that game. I love the hunting. I would just it's go that, They're night. supposed to take that where it's not supposed to take as long, you know, where they rip, rip, rip. Right. They're, they're supposed to have changed that. And then they've also added fishing. And there's like all these different types of fish and lures and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I fucking love fishing. So I'm going to get into that. And I love fishing in video games. Like my favorite games as a kid all had fishing in them. Like uh, Breath of the Wild. Or I'm sorry, not Breath of the Wild. That's a Zelda game. Uh, Breath of Fire. Old RPG games had fishing. And it always made it fun because you would catch fish and they would do fire damage to shit. And I had a cool crossover. Anyway. Um, so that's all really on video games. Also, of course, I'm playing NBA 2K19 a lot, but not too much because I, I have been trying to work on some music stuff. So I do have some random questions about music stuff that I'm going to see if you have any opinions. All right. I don't know, or you or the people. People can always write in, of course. I don't know exactly where I should upload it. Like SoundCloud, of course, I could upload it there, but no one really listens uh, on SoundCloud. I mean, I uploaded a song last week and I only have eight listens as of this time. And now I haven't shared it on like Facebook or anything because I have family on there and that's why I don't. So maybe I should just make like a Twitter and shit. So I'll I just share. put it on YouTube and put them pictures and then it's got your song. What? And I could do that. I could do that. I've thought about that very much. Um, I would try to make a music video yesterday, but I have an old, old copy of After Effects that was like, I had no idea how the fuck to use it. So... I'm going to figure out a new way to make music videos. I think I actually have to film shit, and I just don't want to do that. I want to draw cartoons and make cartoons my videos, right? which I know takes longer than me doing it, but I'm just too shy to be filmed rapping. That's just not going to happen. So I don't really know how that's going to work. Also, I've learned that there's like this whole like copywriting music 
right? Like I could copyright my music so that I own it. It costs money. It costs the same to do one song as it costs to do 135 songs. Right. It's like one bundle. You could go up to that many on one payment fee of like 35 bucks or whatever is a copyright them. Now I could do that or instead of upload them on YouTube and then I could always have the digital files as long as I never lose them where I'm like, that's me. I own it. I made it before your date on your file. And so like I could probably win in a court battle. And I honestly I don't think anyone's gonna ever steal my shit to even they matter. So now I'm like, well, should I even waste any money on copywriting any of it at the moment? Um so that's a thing. Also, Spotify. I can get my music on Spotify. That'd be really fucking dope, right? Or like iTunes or Pandora. Like I literally own all this stuff I'm making right now because I make the beat and the lyrics and I right. rap it. So I'll own own it one hundred percent. Um I've learned about uploading shit on Spotify. I could, there's like, uh, you sign up for these programs, I guess, where they'll have deals and then they'll upload them to Spotify for you if you're an independent artist. And then they will actually keep track of the money and pay you royalties for your streaming and shit. Now, I don't know if I'd ever make enough money for it to pay me back for what I have to pay for them to do it. Okay. So it might not be worth it, but I feel like this is the first time I've ever owned anything I've done and I could do it. Right. So that's an option. I don't know if anyone out here would like listen to it or care, but I know a big problem before is I just put on datpiff.com and most of my friends don't even understand what the fuck that is. And I'm like, that's the website for mixtapes. And they're like, uh, what is dat? I don't, I don't get dat piff. And I'm First like, oh I ever God. heard of it. Right. And so like, I understand I need to put it somewhere else. Um, so these are all the thoughts I've had in my head. Also, I'm up to about six songs. So I got there pretty quickly. I, I was very productive last weekend with my wife out of town and then I've definitely slowed down. I got out of the riding mood because I started, like, you know, cleaning the house and doing fucking real-life shit because it was just a few days of me just being an artist mode. That's how I, you know, I imagine it in my head. Just so and, everything kind of... Like, yeah, I didn't know what time it was or didn't care about... Like, I mean, I would eat, but I wasn't like, oh, it's time for me to cook dinner. Yeah, so right, I'm hungry. I'll make some. Right. I was just like, whatever, whatever, record, record, make beats. And I was, I was thinking it went pretty well. Um, but I need to do a few more songs i have some beats that i want to do and i feel like all my beats kind of have a cool vibe together like they all go together or whatever um also something i want to bring up to you is um fraternity wise right so we're both pikes uh, at our local ecu college here back in the day and i have a grand little who is this dude i think his name's Tavon, if i remember correctly and he makes beats and he sells beats and he makes money from it so i hit him up on facebook and was like hey i've never met you but apparently you're my grand little and i started making beats and i rap and we should figure that shit out right and so we've been talking for the last couple of weeks and he heard some of my beats that i've been playing on the end of these podcasts which are my throwaway beats so like the ones i don't want to rap to so right. i put them on this podcast and then i put them online in case anyone else wanted them or whatever, they could have them. And he listened to those and were like, yeah, they're not that great or whatever. Also do chronologically. Like I put them on this podcast and then online in the order I made them. So like my newest shit is like months away from being on this podcast. Cause we only do one a week and right. I make multiple beats a week. Uh, so anyway, I was like, oh yeah, man, well, I appreciate you being real about it, you know, cause a lot of people are just fucking fake or whatever. So I'm glad you're at least like, yeah, they need some work. And he was specific about it. And then I was like, well, let me email you some of my songs I'm working on and the beats that like I'm keeping for me. And then he wrote back like, oh, those are fucking way better, like well, way better than your dumb shit on there. So that cool. made me feel good. Hell yeah. Um, but I don't know when 
I feel like I have a lot to do. I feel like I need to make little videos for the songs to put on YouTube. I need to figure out if I'm going to upload them anywhere. Why or just... do you need the video? Because the rap videos you've been showing me just has like a picture. Right. Well, I mean, I still have to make that. Well, yeah. Like I'd have to get on the program and make that thing. And it take it just takes a while to export it down and stuff. I, mean, um, I don't even know how to work that stuff. Right. But before I could make that video, I had to make a, a cover, like a mixtape cover or like a picture for my project. Okay. Um, I don't have a clue what I'm even going to call it. I was going to call it Too Pretentious. And then Skinny was over here and was like, what's pretentious mean? I was like, damn it. And that's not a good sign if some people don't know what that means. And I explained and he understood it. Uh, but on the intro, I'm trying to explain. I say something to the extent of like, my mixtape, some sort of dumb meta interpretation about my depression. Is that too pretentious? And like, that's all my intro, right? So I want to okay. name it too pretentious. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if people will get it. And I don't even know what I make the cover about. And then since I just said it, it is kind of about depression, the whole thing, in a way, I almost want to just name it depress, depression. And then I almost want to just put a picture like a popsicle, like a depressor stick from like a doctor's office. I don't know, like on a tongue, maybe that should be the cover. Suppression stick. Is, is that what they're called? Yes. Suppression? Okay, I thought they were a depression stick. Or that'd be funny if it was. Um, I don't know. Well, I have no idea what I'm going to suppress the tongue. Oh, okay. You know, so you can get to the back of the mouth. Makes sense. I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor. Um, well, I'm not either, but that. You sound like it over here with your fucking medical knowledge. Um, sorry, I got to figure out I'm going to even name the shit, um, and, and all that. And then when I figure out I'm going to name it, then I can make a cover. And when I make a cover, then I can make the songs and the videos once I have the songs mixed to a point that they don't sound horrible on your speakers. Cause that's hard as fuck. I don't know how to fucking mix shit. And then I'm like, man, really making music all on your own is really hard. I bet. It just really is. Cause most rappers, they literally just go into a booth and they spit whatever they wrote to a beat they didn't make. And then some sound engineer will come in and mix the beat and the voice. Perfect. And then some other guy will be like, let me upload it to Spotify for you because this is my only job. And then they do that. And then they get like millions of fucking dollars off these songs. And you're like, damn, that was fucking Sounds easy. Like you might have to take a chance and put it out there. I know. So um, it's just a lot of work. And then even even hard to write, like compared to what I was in college. And I always had powwow over. And then our cousin Shad was always, he was around a lot. And just, uh, they're very optimistic, high energy people, opposite mm -hmm. of me, but it allowed me to write songs like that, right? Like, Powell will get all fucking pumped about some dance song, and I'm like, fine, I'll write some dumb dance shit for you. But now it's like just me, and it's like, hmm, what am I going to write? And then I'll just have days where I can't write anything, because it's all just like talking, it's not rapping, and those are, uh, it's fucking hard, but... Eventually, I'm going to finish at least this one project, and then I'm going to try to make some good beats that aren't sad beats, right? Like, they're fucking dope. Right. And I, I will say, in the last couple of weeks, I've mm -hmm. fucking been murdering beats. I feel like I'm really, uh, really hitting a stride on learning a lot about making dope beats. Awesome. But anyway, that's all my, my music talk there. So, another thing that's a big deal until I think the day this podcast comes out, it'll quit being a big deal, is Oklahoma's getting six-point beer finally. Yes, it's finally. They've been out in most of Oklahoma because they quit making 3.2 and they was trying to ration it out so they wouldn't have an excess with, right. they couldn't do nothing with. Right. So basically, we finally passed to have six point beer in Oklahoma. So I always had 3.2%. And basically, in the convenience stores and. Right. You go to a liquor stores. store and get normal right. six point. Um, now, I'm not a drinker. And so this hasn't affected me, but people on the internet around here are going crazy about all of it, really. 
Right. It has not affected me either. I gave up drinking so a long time ago. Right. And I mean, I like drinking here every now and then. It's just not a normal thing I do. Like, it's pretty rare for I me. I had to... a couple when I went and watched the band. Right. But that was yeah, it. That, like, if I'm out somewhere socially and every, other people are, I'll do it. But I'm not the type, like, I'm off work. Time to open a beer. That's the way I was in college and probably five, six years after. Uh, even in college, it had to be a social thing or whatever. Man, what else do we got here? There's a strip club in Ohio that was taking payments of food stamps and drugs. <laughs> and so there was a sting operation, but they waited till they collected $2,400 in food stamps and drugs to bust them. Why did they wait so long? I don't know. Did that make it like a more severe crime if it got up above a certain That's amount? It's weird. I mean, you're giving lap dances for, well, give them some food stamps. And- I mean, it all comes out the same way. My, th- I, I've had a moment in my life I enjoyed strip clubs. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before on the podcast, but I will now. Um, so where I lived at, we were an hour from Lawton, Oklahoma, which most people think of as like one of the most dangerous places in Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't right. know why. It's like everyone just hates on Lawton. And so they have strip clubs, and they're a lot cheaper than the strip clubs there in Wichita Falls, Texas, which was closer. But So we went to Lawton all the time. And we went to this place called The Dragon, I believe something I think there was another name another word in there but we shortened it to just the dragon and I remember being a lot of fun when you're 18 years old and you're like on perverts row putting your dollar bills up and all that shit and I, we would meet some people you know old men that would teach you about strip club etiquette and no you needed you always put two dollar bills down you know don't be a cheap ass uh, you know they would tell you shit like that um, and then getting lap dances or my friends getting taken advantage of with lap dances like, I remember my friend Chance paid 20 bucks, came back within half a song. Like, I need my wallet. And we're like, because he left it with us for whatever reason. We're like, why? He's like, I'm paying another 20. I was like, it's been half a song. A lap dance two songs in this place. What are you doing, man? All right. So, like, it was just really fun back in the day. But there did come a time in my life where I was just over it. I right. was just done. And I was like, oh, this is not fun. And it was when I was in college. I came back, met a few of my friends. One went to school at OU. And... I was getting a lab dance right next to him getting a lab dance. And this girl was like, that was giving him one was like, you go to OU, do you know, Adrian Peterson. And he was like, yeah, he's in my biology class. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I just making up all this shit. And it was so funny. And then she was like, oh, my husband loves him. And then it like broke that wall, right? Of like, stripper, you don't have husband. Right. Like, that's not how this works. <laughs> that's not what this is about. And then she points at him and he's like this huge yoke dude in the corner. And then my friend, you know. Just mean mugging. Andrew's whole, yeah, like fucking scared the whole night. And I'm like, God damn it. Fuck, this isn't. Why yeah. did we ever think this was fun? But there was a time it was. Right. And, Ada tried to have one. It wasn't very good, I heard. I never went. We went. Uh, once before they burn it down, someone burned it down. Uh, it was called Cocktails and Dreams. I have no something idea. Something like that. <laughs> and when we went, they didn't have a liquor license. So instead, it was you just got free beer. So you paid like however much to get in. And then it was free beer. Hell yeah. That they kept in a trough. And so people went to drink. Pretty much. And I remember we took Shad, well, cousin, on his 18th birthday there, actually, it was open. And the girls weren't great, but it was fun. I personally don't think the strip club is about looking at attractive females. Personally. Right. Um, I think fun can still be had um, in that moment. And so I remember that being a fun time here. And also Skinny, uh, when he found out he was having a kid for the first time, now he has like four of them, um, he was a 
pledging the fraternity. And we were in Norman doing visiting the Pike chapter up there. And when he found out, and so me, him, and John Mark, who I've never hung out with John Mark any other time besides this, so it was cool that me and him hung out. He was an awesome the fraternity, of course. Um, we all went to, what's it called, Norman Sugars, maybe? Is there a strip club? It's like this little alley strip club by their college uh, place. Anyway, we went in there, and that place is cr- like a crazy town of freak show place. Like, I've never been to a worse strip club as far as, like, the appearance of the strippers and the clientele and the shadiness of all of it. You never went to Earlsboro, Queen of Hearts? I guess not. That was a Pike tradition. No. I've it's heard like of it. Heard of that story. little town of Earlsboro. Y'all drove just across the border, right? Huh? Was it when y'all drive just across the border to Texas? No. People would tell no, us no, these stories. Not that one. Okay. That was Baby Dolls. Oh, okay. No, the, this one was... Uh, I know I already told you that story on here. Yeah. No, this one was... Uh, it's Earlsboro. It's over by Seminole. Okay, yeah, we it's never like right that. off Interstate 40, but it's really it's like a it's like Francis, right? And the locals are up on stage. Oh hell yeah! So it's just like old stripper town. Yeah, I mean when you come in, he's like, "You want to buy a shirt?" And it's this old pot belly dude. Don't shrink or stretch. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it's called Queen of Hearts. Yeah, so strip clubs are cool. Place in Norman's horrible, but me and Skinny had a great time because a girl came out in a pig mask with a chain around her neck to some heavy metal music, and Skinny lost it. I've never seen someone laugh so hard in my life. Wow. Because, yeah, I mean, she had a pig mask, a chain, and started taking her clothes off. I would have looked at you and be like, we're at the right place, right? (laughs) And then when we left, we were the only three people who weren't pulled over by the cop. Like, everyone that got pulled out of the cops like, let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. And we were just like, God damn, we're going to have to talk to these people. Because all the other pikes were like at a real bar down the road. Mm-hmm. And we all just kind of peeled off or whatever. And we're like, fuck, let's call someone and tell them, you know, this might be a minute. And we stopped in the car. was like, y'all good. And we're like, all right. But all the other goods were like meth head looking people. Uh, so like well, comparatively, we looked good. It was probably locals that they're used to trying to bust yeah, them. Yeah, it could have been. Um, I don't know how we got into strippers there, but I think that's a good segue personally. Hell yeah. Um, all right, my last random thing until we can have more random things, I don't care, is I hate the fact that pirate means to steal things. Like, it's like, let's pirate music. It's like, just say you're stealing it. Right. Like, pirates were different than thieves. They weren't exactly the same thing, right? No. I don't know. It, I don't know. I just think yeah. it's weird that people are always like, you wouldn't, like, it's a pirate, like, our because it's digital. It just seems weird to me. I don't understand. <laughs> so that's a word I wish I would change. So I brought up on Facebook that under no circumstances, chili should have beans. Oh, yeah. That became a hot topic. Oh, my God. I don't like beans in my chili. It, see, I guess. Uh, I'll eat it, but I don't What's the chili it? for? Is this just to have chili with, like, crackers? No, oh, like Frito chili pie or chili cheese fries. Those are different things. Well, I know, but I got some chili cheese fries the other day, and it had fucking beans in it. That is weird. Um, now, so from when I'm reading and when you post of just chili, I imagine you're making a pot of chili to eat, like, in a bowl with cornbread or crackers. So to me, if you're referring to chili, that is what I'm going to think of. Right, but I, I love chili and just Now, there is another cornbread. name for what... Is chili that goes on those things, which is meat sauce. It's like a meat sauce is what you want for like a hot dog or uh, 
Frito chili pie, all that stuff. I agree. I would not want beans in in that sort of chili. So I didn't know that's what you're talking about on your post. Because yeah, I, I just hate on you of like. But I don't prefer beans in my other chili either. I I put beans on because I looked up a recipe and it said to put these Cannonelli beans. And after I've done that, they're awesome. And for me, if I'm making a pot of chili, and I do this, and I understand people don't. They think it's a very weird poor person thing to make a pot of beans and eat or a pot of chili. But I'm just that's I'll just make how I a am. pot of beans, but I've just. I've never took a stab at chili. I, only, I don't know why. I only started doing it really once my wife or my father-in-law started giving us all this ground deer. Okay. And then, like, deer's really dry, so if you can mix that with some sausage and turn it into a chili, it's a pretty good use of ground deer, in my opinion. So that's why I got into it. Um, but when I'm eating just, like, a spoonful of fucking meat, I'm like, oh, this seems like a weird meal. So I put the cannonelli beans in because it seems like it's more of a complete meal when you're doing the chili. Well, I would take my cornbread and I would crumble it up and mix it Me in my too. chili. I also do that. It's like a paste, I guess. Yeah. But that's the way I eat it. Me too. Same and I also do the same when like stew. I take enough crackers to where that happens and everyone looks at me like I'm a fucking crazy person. I'm like, No, because oh, my wife does too. She like, she'll like take a couple of crackers and maybe dip it or, right. you know, but no, I'm taking a half the pack of crackers, crunching yeah, it up. Yeah, Especially 100%. the Ritz crackers, man. 100%. Um, yeah, we go... Um, were the Toll House one, the little rectangle buttery ones. Those are the best fucking crackers, man. Uh, got the elves on the box. I've uh, never had them. Oh, they're so good. Um, I've always been stuck on Ritz. See, Ritz is a, is my second choice, and then saltines are third. That's my... Well, I grew up on saltines. That Ritz, would be... Ritz was a delicacy. Mo's definitive cracker rankings. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, eventually, I'm sure I'll make some chili uh, sometime. And you can try it because I know you say you never had my chili. Um, I think it's amazing. Every time I make it, I'm like, God, I fucked it up. And I never – a bigger debate or another debate in the chili world is do you put water in it at all? Um, now, again, if I'm making a bowl, that's different of chili compared to putting it on something. I think I do want more like less watery when you put it on stuff and more watery if it's in a bowl. But I don't know. If well, if you're, fucking... we're mixing cornbread, we, it takes up that water. Right. But if it's dry, then... And then so, like, some people say you put tomato paste in it. Some say you don't. I've done it both ways. Tomato paste makes it more like a, like a manwich consistency, which isn't a little, horrible. A little thicker, maybe? Right. It's, like, a little thicker. Um, I've done it without tomato paste. Like, I've tried it all. I think it's all fucking good, so I don't really complain one way or the I other. I don't really like watery chili, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't put too much, because I agree. I don't as well. Um, But... Eventually, when it's starting to get, or we thought it was getting cold earlier this week, it was cold one day and then it got hot again. Right. But, um, once it gets in this cold weather, I'm sure I'll make some chili one weekend and have you over to, to have some chili. Hell yeah, I'm gonna play some skibbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get to it. Um. All right, man. You got anything else? I can pull up some random shit just so we have make sure we have enough here. I guess in case Curtis fucking sucks later on this episode. Hey, man, uh, my boy is at, if you're in Ada, of course, you're not going to get this till afterwards, but he's at Walmart right now selling popcorn. And I guess Curtis, because my wife posted a picture on Facebook, he's like, I just gave that kid a dollar. If I had seen this before, I wouldn't have been so cheap. You can just leave it here, you know, and I'll pick it up <laughs> next week. Yeah, so there you go, Curtis. Uh, if you want to leave more money to the, was it Boy Scouts? Right, my son just joined Boy Scouts. Um. All right, some random shit that I'll end here with. Uh, mixing alcohol with diet soda gets you 18% more drunk than mixing it with regular soda. It also gets you drunk faster because your body doesn't recognize aspartame as a food and the alcohol gets absorbed more quickly. 
That's interesting. People, I've seen all these people doing like Bacardi and Diet Coke. I know. I've always seen water Diet Coke, and I never knew. I'll, now I wonder if it's because they knew that or if they were uh, they were on a diet. Most or if people they just, I knew said they were on a diet. No. I, I, I don't think they probably knew that fact. <laughs> right. Um, so there's also this song that I really need to look up because I haven't yet, but it'll be very easy to, so I will when I go back and listen to this podcast. There's a song called uh, Weightless by Marconi Union, if I pronounced that correctly, um, and it's been proven to reduce your anxiety by 65%, and it was specifically designed to slow your heart rate, reduce blood pressure, and lower your cortisol levels, and it's so effective that it's dangerous to drive while listening to it because it'll make you sleepy. Wow, I'm gonna have to look this so, up. So yeah, everyone I'm look, look that this up, up before I go to sleep, right? <laughs> or if there's this like you need, you know, you need to go to sleep. I'll just, just put, put it on repeat, on. right? I think that's the way to fucking do it, man. Um, how do you feel about Hawaiian pizza? I know you worked in a pizza place for a while. I didn't like it at first, but it's it was it was okay in moderation. Right. I just think I do. I don't hate pineapples. I just in my mind that's too sweet, and I've tried it before, and it just seemed too sweet. For me personally, I felt both ways about it at different times in my life. Right, um, but I'm not like one of like if I can get pissed about it or anything. But anyway, it was invented in Canada by a Greek immigrant named Sam Panapolis. Panapolis, I don't know how to say pronounce that shit. And it was inspired by the mix of sweet and savory flavors found in Chinese food, and it went on to become the most popular pizza in Australia. So that's interesting. It's crazy. All right, I think. That's all I got in my, my random share for today. You got Moe's Did You Know segment. My what? Your Did You Know segment. Yeah, that's what we can call it. The Did You Know segment. Someday when we have, you know, make these into videos, that's what it'll be captioned under. Hell yeah. Um, You been listening to any podcasts? Man, I just, I don't recall really doing shit this week. <laughs> so last week? I, I was, I think I just sit there we got this new couch and it's really comfortable and so i'd go from the chair to the couch and just kind of man half-assed it yeah well i mean you're still recovering recovering from your foot injury or foot surgery um my wife got back on tuesday and our dryer went out that day because i was going to be like so this is what happened if i wouldn't have tried to been a good husband my week would have been easier so if i would have just did nothing then Coopy would have done laundry when she got home and found out the dryer was broke herself. So she would have thought like she broke it, which of course she didn't. The heating element went out. But instead what happened was I was like, you know what? I'm going to wash the sheets before she gets home. So this morning before work, I'm going to throw them in the washer. At lunch, I'll throw them in the dryer after work. You know, I'll put them back on the bed. Fresh, clean sheets. Everyone loves clean sheets. And instead I get home at lunch and was like... Oh, the dryers doesn't seem to be seem to be drying these sheets. That's very weird. So I just kept going with it. And I got home from work and it still wasn't. So I hit her up of like, hey, I think our dryer's broke. Uh, I think the heating element's going out. And then that, I understand like somehow I did it now around. And she didn't she really wasn't that mean about it. But that's how it felt to me. <laughs> so you can't cause the dryer heating right. element from going out. <laughs> and so I was it was like um after that I was like, God damn it, our whole week's fucked. Because this whole dryer situation. And then I try to mix some songs, but, and that's frustrating. I don't, it's hard to explain how hard it is to fucking mix songs. These people get goddamn degrees in it for a reason. Right. I guess, because it's like, 
Who fucking knows? There's like a million goddamn knobs and shit. I don't know what anybody does. Um, so my week was just, uh, it was very long. And the wife went to bed at 7.30 last night. And I think I went to bed at like 9. We both just crashed out. You're getting old. Pretty early. So it was just a long week. Just how it was. There's a couple of nights I didn't really fall asleep very well. Yeah. I don't know why I think I maybe just tried to soak up this last couple of weeks I got before I have to go back to the old work. Right. <laughs> well, I'm, I think I have to go to the chiropractor soon. Um, I've been doing pretty good, but I've just been sleeping so shitty on my back that like, and if anyone's ever had back problems, they'll understand what I'm talking about. Like you can just feel something locking up coming. Like you can just feel it coming. Like a few times in the last week, I like turned a certain way and I'm like, ah, if I just kept going that way, I feel like I would tweak something so i'm not gonna do that right uh, there's something going on in my shoulder right now I'm, right. Like, I'm just about to give in and go get adjusted yeah so that and that's saying the only reason i have is i haven't went to the chiropractor in over a year and the first time you go they charge you more than the times after right and i don't know what my insurance pays i don't know how much you know it's gonna pay all be. a whole lot for a chiropractor right so we're gonna see, you know, if I even do that. If I can get away not doing it, that'd be great. I need to be more active. I think I'm sitting in this chair too fucking much on this computer. It's probably my problem because I've noticed if I do stuff, my back hurts less, which seems yeah, opposite. Yeah, because like if I'm sitting down for a long period of time and then I stand up and I'm like, oh shit, right. So, oh man, breaking news on Kavanaugh. Anyway, we'll get out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right then, peace. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. What up? And we are joined by Curtis. Yo, what up? <laughs> all right, so, and if we talked any shit about you in the beginning of this, about you not showing up, we take it all back. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know gotcha. if I cut it or not, you know. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, I'll holler at you Tuesday. <laughs> first thing I will want to bring up, because I haven't yet, is our Patreon. So, if anyone wants to give money to this fucking shit show of a podcast, um, you can go to patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo and donate however much money a month to us. And that would be cool because that would make you the first person to do it because no one has yet. And if you're the first, that has to feel like satisfying to you as a human being. So go jump on that. Yeah. Um, and um, then no emails this week. So I'm sure that you're doing a lot of other stupid shit with your money anyways. So. Right. You know how many times <laughs> you just waste your money on like a pack of gum? Instead of that, just waste it on money. this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, and when I have to cancel this shit because I have to get a part-time job which I honestly think about all the time. All the time, I'm like, man, I don't have any kids. I should just get a part-time job, say, fuck that podcast, yeah. just save some money. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I already have a real, like a, a normal job, yeah. full-time job. Uh, I don't want to do dreams. anything else. <laughs> um, that's where I'm at there. Um, real quick, also, earlier on in this podcast, I mentioned a TV show called Maniac that Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, and I'd watched the first episode, said it was kind of slow, kind of weird. I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. Watch another episode since then. Fucking love it. I don't know. It's just artsy and weird. And I just, I'm a big fan of it. So, highly recommend Maniac on Netflix. At the moment, it could get shitty again. But right now, I like it. Um, so, Curse, anything you want to bring up? 
Well, on your mods the last time you were on. Yeah, how how much do we want to talk about our fantasy league right now? Oh, uh, we, let's do it, but we'll save it towards the end. Okay. If that works for you. That works for me. Because I know some people probably don't care at all about that shit. Yeah, but we exactly. are playing each other this yeah. week. Now, a lot of music's come out recently. And I was going to say and talk to you because I figured you were more likely to have heard it than Snappy when he was on. But you might not have either. Um, two basically big mix or albums came out. Uh, the Carter Five. And I've waited for the Carter Five for like most of my adult life. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I love Lil Wayne, and I know that's weird to a lot of people because I like lyrical rappers and all that stuff. And Lil Wayne, I think, is the father of mumble rap. He done the face tattoos. He did the <laughs> like all of it, all of it. He's the father of mumble rap. No, just, I wouldn't consider. I think no. he was more coherent than they were. Oh yeah. And I think a lot of people heard him and were like, "Oh, he's just syruped out and mumbling." And I never thought that. But no, I, think, I, didn't I think a lot of people did think that. So I think that's why he did father that style. I just think he did. Um, and I think everyone else is just a lazier version be. of Lil Wayne. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be. But I can see that. I fucking love the Carter Five, or at least what I've heard at the moment. Um, I mean, I've heard the whole thing, but I haven't like re-listened a whole lot. Now, my first gut reaction was this sounds like mixtape Wheezy, which is the best. Everyone loves mixtape Lil Wayne. Right, right. Yeah. But I can also see people are going to hate because there's not any hits. Yeah on the album necessarily so we're gonna see how you know it sells and all that but i i really enjoyed uh the carter five and i'm just glad it came out i'm glad it exists in the Sweet. world well man i'm gonna disappoint you because i have not heard it and i'm slacking for not having listened to it yet because I've, I've seen that it came out i've seen that right. it was supposed to come out and it didn't come out and i'm a fan of wayne and I can see what you're saying kind of about the Godfather of mumble rap stuff, but I'd never really thought of it like that. Right. And I still, like, don't want to think of it like Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I think he's yeah. better than them. Oh, yeah. But I like, like Wayne. if you're going to say, you know, like Eminem inspired the Hobsons, the Joiners, the Logics, as he said on his album, you would mm-hmm. have to say Little Wayne has inspired uh, a lot of these bumble rappers, I just feel like. Um, yeah, and I mean, Wayne did a lot of crazy shit, like where's leopard print. Yeah. weird like, yeah, yeah. you know that i didn't really like well think about till now that honestly when i think of the mumble rapper genre and how they look and i was explaining rap. this uh <laughs> to my wife and i'll see if i can try to get it across again or not there's one thing i've always disliked about little wayne even more so than the fact he only raps about money or that's like a big crutch of his right i just don't it's hard for me to respect people who rap about how much money they have it's just weird yeah um is the fact he has like this um God damn it, I'm trying to explain it. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about as soon as I can get into words. Like, he's always telling a story of how he has this woman, and he's like a pimp of this woman, but that woman robs people Mm -hmm. and gives him the money that she robs from these Johns. Yeah. And I don't know where the fuck this thing came from. And if, like, Lil Wayne watched a movie when he was a kid in which that was, like, the plot, and so, like, that stuck with him forever. Mm. But, like, no one else is ever like, oh, I have a bitch. And she's gonna suck your dick, and then we're gonna rob you. But like, it's all—it's he always comes no, back to it in I a bunch of songs. Say, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I know a lot of rappers that really say that. There's a like Mac Dre is like definitely. Yeah, I he guess has a lot some, of those lines, and uh, I would say there's a line by Paul Wall that's like. I guess Pimp C is a huge influence on yeah. Pimp C. I could see having the shit like that. But no, I I know what you're talking about and in his lines. A new that he, Kendrick he's Lamar that. song. Uh, on the Carter Five, Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar's on it. I love Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. and that's the whole song is Little Wayne telling a story about this. Yeah, and I'm like, I get it's like storytelling, and that's cool in rap, yeah. but like I so can't relate. 
and yeah. I and I maybe I'm not supposed to. But then I think also something that hurts the culture is that then you expect kids to relate to that. And like, why well, should kids relate to robbing someone? The, I don't know. I would I would say with Wayne's situation, you would probably think it's something like. Okay, well, you know, he's not 6'3", you know, but he's can, he can get a girl, and you're you're not going to think that right. a female is going to set you up, do. you know what I mean? And right. if it's on the movie, down low, she don't give a fuck about you no matter what she did for you. She's taking your money. Right, I mean, like, money over bitches. That's right. Lil Wayne's whole thing. I totally get, like, his brand. I'm just like, Nobody, I just get, it gets so annoying yeah. when he keeps going to it, and he's like, it should go up in your house and we steal it all. And I'm like... Why are you robbing people? You're a fucking gonna, multi-millionaire. We're going to do a whole song about it. Do you know it. how much money you make off music? You I, don't need to be robbing people. He probably way. don't even do it as much. Of course not. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like did it one time and it worked and he's like yeah. just still right raking now, in front of Dude, it. I get it. Um, like on a song I have on this uh, mixtape I'm working on, I say, and my homies are strapped like climbing walls. Mm-hmm. And you know how I, none of my friends really have guns like that, but all of them do technically own guns. Right. And and like can carry them yeah <laughs> and so i'm like well i'm telling the truth but i don't even like guns but yeah. I, that that well, line rhymed yeah and honestly no but you know i don't think anybody's like net for net oh did he do this or did he do that well, the right. general a, person there is a part of writing rap songs or free song or whatever that is like can you come up with something clever that someone else hasn't or at least hasn't thought of recently that they're like oh shit that's pretty cool like that's there's a part of it that's that right yeah. it's not about you have to be truthful yeah um but I like to be somewhat close to home if possible. Yeah, yeah. I well, think it makes it more It's authentic. a huge turn off when you're just like, oh, I'm a big badass Billy J. You know, <laughs> just the right. whole raps like that. You're just like, nobody cares who you are. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been so into rap music lately. Um, For whatever reason, I've just, I mean, I know because like I've been writing music, but also like I've just been on YouTube like, oh, let me just figure out who all these rappers are. Yeah. And there's so many that are horrible yeah. with like a lot of views. And um, again, mentioned earlier, I have eight eight lessons on my newest song on SoundCloud, so that's where I'm at. And uh, these people just get like fucking a million in an hour, yeah. and they're just like, they ain't shit. The beats yeah. are dope, though. Yeah. So that's why I started making my own beats. That's the <laughs> that's why I did it. It's crazy. Don't make sense though. Um. Also, okay. So then the second album that I've listened to that came out the same day. I believe as Little Wayne's Carter Five is Logic. Now I mentioned Logic a couple weeks ago, and how I'm not a huge fan on the one. I only had heard the Suicide Hotline song, right? That was like my only exposure to him. And people have been telling me for years that Logic would be my favorite rapper. And I've been uh, basically, if someone tells me that, I'm gonna resist yeah. it, right? Right. <laughs> That's just yeah. how it is. Yep. For me, real honest. Uh, so I got this Young Sinatra four. And it's fucking dope. Like, I'm not going to say he's not an amazingly talented rapper, way better than me. Yeah. At, like, fucking rapping. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and I've, like, the, for the fourth week in a row, if I ever blew up on music, it will not be for my rapping ability. It's going to be for, like, oh, that was cool. And that was pretty, pretty nifty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, that's not how um, Logic does it. Logic is really fucking talented and good. Yeah. But there's something, like, too optimistic or cornball about it in a way uh-huh. that I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, man. But like, he is so good. Like, I don't know. That's just what I feel about. Like, yeah. I'm going to listen, keep listening to it. I mean, I downloaded it, have it on a CD and shit. Yeah. And uh, it's really good. I just the whole time was like, I don't know. He's just, maybe, he, he would have been like the best. Like, maybe there's still ago. some of that back shelf stuff about 
He's going to be your favorite. You're going to love him. Yeah, and that, and that might be what it is. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he has a song called Wu-Tang Forever in which he has every member of Wu-Tang on except ODB because he's dead. Right. And you have to respect that. But then again, that's me liking a Wu-Tang song. Right. It's not Feature, me Featuring being... Logic. <laughs> right. So, yeah. And again, it's amazing. Like, And the, his beats are awesome on the yeah. whole thing. They all sound real familiar or similar to each other. has like a good feel to it. Uh, but everyone's been just telling me I'd love him. And he is really good. So, so on, on one to five, rate the last two that dropped. So you got to give some that insight on this since you listened to him. Because I didn't um, listen to him. So on one to five, rate... Wayne Carter Five and then uh, Logic's new album. Do I get to go like halves? Yeah, you can okay. go halves, quarters, um, eight, something. I would probably go a three and a half to the Carter Five. Okay, and I would probably go like a four to Logic's. All right, y'all heard it. Four on the Logic's new album and, and three and a half on Carter Five. Carter Five. It's just like it's so nostalgic to hear Little Wayne that you're right. like, oh my god, I fucking love it. It gets I, basically two and a half. That <laughs> so like if I step, no, I'm just I was trying to take that part out of it. Like on nostalgia, I'd probably put it like a four. Yeah, but like honestly, I love the Carter Two. Yeah. I know every word of the Carter Two front to back. I know most of Carter One and Carter Three as well. Four, I, I, I don't fuck with quite as much. Well, it's and, hard when his previous album is a five, and it's maybe not possible to reach a five again. And right, that, that could be true, right? Right, and honestly, I just give Wayne a lot of credit because, like, you look at someone like Fifty Cent; he made one good album. Yeah, and everyone remembers him as being this huge fucking megastar, and he was for one album, and then he had two well, albums. He's more of a business guy, you know, like right. doing vitamin water and shows. So. And being rad that way. <laughs> and even even Eminem, as people have seen, like he has flops. I mean, he has yeah. come out that aren't great. Yeah. And so Lil Wayne, in general, I think's always had decent albums, but it's also because he does a lot of mixtapes. Yeah. And so it's hard to judge all that. Yeah. Um. And I'll, of course, like I said, I'll keep an eye on Logic. You know, try to see how that shit fucking turns out. Um. What's what's up, man? So that's actually good news. That good music is coming out. Right. Well, I will say this. If you like J. Cole and you haven't listened to Logic, you would like Logic. Because the, the same thing that – I think I mentioned this to Dom when he was on a couple weeks ago. Whatever it is about J. Cole that I I just don't like is the same thing I don't like about Logic. Mm-hmm. Or I, like, I think both of them are very talented and so good, but I'm never like, let me put that shit on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's something that – and like I put out – a post it you know one day i was like hey give me some new songs because i was just searching for something like that i could listen to like yeah there's a lot of good songs you know but it's not something that i really like to listen to right and i can't explain it because it's not even a genre based thing it's like i don't know more of an emotional based thing i'm trying to pull up this song that has been stuck in my head so a song i will suggest to you and only because it's been stuck in my head i'm going to explain why it was it's been stuck in my head so long is a song by Flip De Niro, never heard of him, uh, called Leave Me Alone. Fucking catchiest goddamn song I've heard in the last week. I've listened to it nonstop. Now, the main reason is when Skinny is over here and I'm making beats, I always go across that, uh, you know that old Nelly song, uh, Dilemma? And it has the, oh, sort of noise. It's like, no matter what I do. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I didn't know that. I, the oh, name of that song, but yeah, um, you sing it. So yeah, that, I got you. Oh, noise. Yeah. I have that on a sample pack uh-huh. right, that came with something, and Skinny will be like, "Who who would ever use that?" Right? Like you can obviously just tell what that fucking is from. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, that's true, man." And then this "Leave Me Alone" song has that noise. So, people out there, go look up this "Leave Me Alone" song by Flip De Niro and see if you can tell the 
Nelly, the Lima song noise in the background and shit like that. I find fascinating now that I'm making beats and also on the beat, the producer's tag is left on the beat. So that means this dude just pirated the song or downloaded it for free on something, made this huge video uh-huh. and is now blowing up. Oh, and he shit. doesn't even have the original beat. And I'm yeah. sure that producer's fine. He's probably going to blow up too off of it. Yeah. I just find all that real fun. Right. I don't know. Well, no hopefully that I've happens to you about. one day. It's like. Yeah. So start putting my shit out there. <laughs> yeah. I need to make And a then cool you're in a situation where you're like, oh, shoot, now we got to figure out how to divvy it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. That's exactly how I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to get with, I mentioned earlier in this podcast, uh, my grand little in the fraternity is a little producer, dude. And he makes some cool tags for his shit that I've never looked up how to do. You know where it'll say like my name over it over mm-hmm. and over and fucking annoy people if mm-hmm. they try to steal it. Nice. So I need to do that shit. Yeah. Um, real quick. Uh, what was this? Oh, I seen that you uh, liked a song that I shared, the Childish Gambino song. Yes. Uh, feels like summer. Yes. You like that song? You bump that song? It's cool. I don't think he put out that two songs. Feels like summer and something else. I can't remember the other mm-hmm. name. Um, and they're okay. Like I just like them because I like Childish Gambino. Yeah. But they're probably not my favorite Childish Gambino songs. Well, I I, rem- I was gonna talk to you about that because I was uh thinking about it and I was like I don't really. So this is America. I think is a good song. He stole it, but I don't really, I don't listen to this song, or I don't like. Right. I just don't relate to the song, and I think like sometimes there's a, like maybe some white people who try to like relate to shit that they, right? That and it's just like I don't know. I feel like that's kind of rude just to be like right, well, totally it's relatable. Like, uh, I'm just trying to say Joyner like I don't Lucas's, relate to that song. Lucas Joiner, uh, whatever his his song I'm not racist is so good but i put on a cd mm-hmm. and it's like i don't want to listen to that shit while driving around it's like fucking makes you feel like shit yeah <laughs> in a way right right, so right. Like, and so yeah but is but, that really what you like i mean i totally get what you're saying yeah um, but I, I really like that song but there's a part in there where it it bugs the shit out of me because the song is so intelligent and childish gambito is so intelligent in the way that he like talks about stuff Right. And um, so he's talking about climate change, you know, and like all that shit in this song. But part of it, he like dumbs down his lyrics into the rhyming scheme. And it bugs me because he doesn't do it anywhere else in the song. The rest of the song is like a poem. But when he's like this certain part that he says, he just like dumbs it down basically to make it fit the rhyming scheme i guess or for some reason he it's the only part that he does and it just like it bugs me i don't know why it bugs me yeah it's not that it bugs me but i notice it every single time right <laughs> and i completely understand like and i wonder when i record stuff um how much like am i just so much worse than like you know these real life people or whatever but like to me i have to keep one of the first however many takes i do right like whatever that number is if that number is 10 it has to be one of the early takes or else I will know the verse too well and it doesn't sound authentic. Gotcha. Right? Because like, once I have a verse memorized, like if I've done an old verse from an old song. That makes sense. It because, wouldn't sound like genuine, right? Yeah. Well, it, And that makes sense because the song is really like spacey. Like the whole, it's really different sing-song-ish. He doesn't like right. and dialect so, really that much through it. Sometimes, like a song I just showed you before we recorded I meant to say sentences, mm-hmm. but I say sentence, mm-hmm. like a singular sentence. And I just was like, I had to make the choice. Of, it was so hard to get the rest of it as good as I got it. Yeah. Do I throw away that take over that or do I just keep it and keep the mistakes? And I wonder how many I've... times like real rappers, you know, not me, but yeah. like professional fucks. <laughs> uh, 
if that happens where they're like, you know what, I can't do it better. I'm sure. Yeah. But then again, I'll look at here someone like Eminem, and he he is the type that makes you want to not rap because you're like every single thing I is can perfect. Never do that. <laughs> yeah, I can never do it. It's on point, so perfect every time. Um, again, but I'm I, not good I admire, at and I and I never really thought of that. Like the, it's so scripted that you can't like break the habit of your idea basically or it right. doesn't feel like how and it did in conception i feel really influenced by little wayne mm-hmm. uh, just take it back to when we were talking about little wayne earlier yeah. like he does so much with emotion mm-hmm. in a song like the eminem couldn't do the eminem tries to do with his weird voices and yeah. you're like oh quit dude you're yeah. corny yeah. so like there is something to that that's valuable in music and i know me personally i try to do that shit but then I'm like so self-conscious about yeah. it. Like when my wife sits here and she wants to hear a song, like I can't look at her. I want to leave the room. I don't want anyone that I know to like, That's I don't crazy. know. It's just weird to yeah. me because I just think that someone's going to judge me. And I do get it. I'm like, like I, we were saying this shit's kind of depressing that I've been making. And they'll be like, what's wrong? Uh-huh. You need to talk about it? And you're like, no, I fucking made this song. Yeah. Man. That's yeah. All there is to it. But that's not what I told you, though. Right. You were like, this This stuff It's so sense. relatable. <laughs> you're like, it's very relatable. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, and that definitely uh, makes me feel decent about it. Like, oh, at least someone. Because, and I've explained this many times to many people, and no one believes me or they don't get it or care. One of the three things I just mentioned is that, like, I really do make songs off the off chance Someone will hear it and hit me up and be like, that was awesome. And like really for that, like, so when I was in junior high, there was this rapper named Focus Mm -hmm. and he was this white dude and he was independent rapper back when the internet was young and it was hard to find, you know, internet rappers, but I knew of him and he got famously did the song where he imitated Eminem, Snoop Dogg, LL Cool J and someone else. He like done their imitations on verses, right? And it was so fun. And if I could have at that time ever hit him up and been like, dude, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know if he would have cared or not, right? But there's something about that I always think about, too. And I'm just like, I don't know. If anyone ever just found me cool, that would be enough for me. Yeah. I, yeah, of course, making money would be the shit or whatever. But I don't know if I could really handle it. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking shy as shit or whatever. So, yeah, that's where, where I'm at. So you talked about uh, Childish Gambino. My favorite song of his, I believe, would be uh, Sweatpants. It's probably my go-to yeah. Childish Gambino song. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just like the beat a lot. <laughs> Down for the beat. Yeah. And that's I all that matters that in that rap music these fire. days. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and talk about fantasy football. Okay. Because I know you don't always have a lot of time to get out of the house. And yeah, then if you have any yeah. time, we'll see Let what else we can talk about. Shout out to my dumbass wife for watching my kids for me so I could do this. Right. <laughs> well, at least she's dumbass. Yeah. So this week, me and you play each other. Um, I'm one and two. I'm not doing good in any of my, I'm in two leagues. I'm doing bad in both of them. Um, are you also one and two? Uh, yeah, I'm one and two. So I had, you know, powwow and Jill in my house talking shit about how they both beat me and they're both undefeated. So, and because they're the only undefeated teams, they're the only ones that have paid their money. Well, me and snappy have as well because we're covering each other's and each other's leagues or whatever, uh, to the league. I know not everyone's going to, um, I guess we'll hit up people uh, in the chat room where the fuck it is on there. Email them, see if anyone wants to do it. If you don't want to, it's fine. And I think a lot of people aren't going to because they don't think they're going to win. But I'm like, I think it just makes it a little uh, more great if you do. And yeah. you could always come back and win. And I'm sure you wasted $10 on something. Exactly. If waste it on wa- this instead. Waste it on this. and uh, if unless, you're in our league, unless you've wasted 120 in fantasy leagues already, then. Yeah, I mean, they could add up. They could add up for sure. Yeah. Um. 
But anyway, so this week, me and you are playing each other, and it looks like you're going to win at the moment. Hopefully. I need it. Uh, mainly because you had Kirk Cousins, and he did really well, yep. and you have two quarterbacks, and I do not this week, um, which is really going to be the main reason I lose, <laughs> um, unless Dak Prescott does shitty, which could happen. Oh, yeah, he always does shitty, apparently. Uh so, I mean, we'll, we'll just kind of see how that goes. Um, but I had Dalvin Cook as a running back on this Thursday night game, um, only give me two points. So he's he just screwed me as well. Um, but I made a crazy trade this week because uh, Marissa in our league, she has gotten herself in a situation where she has no quarterbacks. And then I gave I traded her one of my quarterbacks for basically an upgrade to some other positions of mine. And I don't know who got a better trade here because they did kind of screw me in the future. I mean, it did. Um, but I was just like, I'm going to go for the risk because I don't have a good team as it is. So I kind of have to take the risk. Yeah. And that's how I felt about it. Um, it makes it more fun anyway. I will say in this league, there's not a whole lot of sleepers out there because everybody seems to be picking them up. So yeah. Everyone that's cool. picks them up. Yeah. And then people kind of get pissed at me. And I understand because I get pissed at it too. That I have where you can only have six running backs and six wide receivers. But if you didn't. There would be no one. There's, there's nobody as it is. There's, right, there's no one as it is, even with that yeah. thing. So it's like we really do have to do that. And I think it's fine. The three quarterback limit have to do that because right now there's there's not one starting quarterback available. That's why Marissa texted me to do the trade. Yeah. Um, was because there, there was no one she could even pick up. Yeah. Uh, but at least this year I did change that second QB position to an offensive player. So yeah, that's what's up. You can at least put someone else in that's not a quarterback. Yeah. Have a have a little bit of a chance. Um, yeah, in that man, I beat Snappy. Got like shitload of points that week. The next week, bombed the fuck out. Yeah, Snappy. Uh, we didn't talk about it much this week when he was on, but I know last week he was definitely not filling his fantasy teams. He's not doing good in any of his leagues. He has too many leagues, um, and it's just not the year of the snap. Is, is the way I'm hearing it. And I don't think it's my year either. Um, I I would be very surprised if I make the playoffs in our our podcast league, which sucks because it is my podcast and all. But um, that's well, how it is. Well, good because for, for the last two years y'all been doing all right. Oh yeah, yeah. you have. I've you never and not made the playoffs <laughs> in one of my leagues, so this yeah. would be the first year I didn't. Um, but if it happens, it happens. This league is just that that tough. Dude, it's very competitive. <laughs> um, it, it's definitely the most competitive league bad. I've been in. Um, Marshall. I I think he's still even logging in. I know he's not doing good, but he would be the <laughs> only one that might not be logging in. Yeah, lately. Uh, and lately, I'm just hoping Aaron Rodgers gets injured because I picked up his backup. And so, what, so are you, what are you thinking of the NFL in general right now? Um, I'm crazy. I have, still early. I've watched more NFL games this year than I have in the last few years combined. This roughing the quarterback is. Yeah, everyone gets mad, but it's like. You just can't have it both here's, ways. Here's the thing. Tell me if I'm wrong. If I'm a coach, if it's in the first quarter, I don't care about the penalty. Fuck that quarterback up. Right. If it was the first quarter, maybe. Um, you know, I unless it's, it's a crucial third down, <laughs> go get his ass. Well, I just think. But if they're getting fined, they ain't going to go get him anyways. <laughs> right. I don't know. It It doesn't really bother me, to be honest. But I, you just can't have it both ways. It's rather... We're going to be mad because there's concussions, which I I definitely think that's way worse that it's making people that's suicidal more, when they that, retire. That's more of like a player suing the league, though. Right, like, and that's what happened is a bunch of retired players sued the league, 
and they had to pay them a bunch of money when they settled. Yeah. And now the NFL's like, guess what? We're never going to have happen again. Yeah. That. So we're going to put new rules. <laughs> yeah. And y'all can cry and bitch about it all you want. Yeah. But you know what you were crying and bitch about last year where people, retired players with concussions. So uh, we're going to do what we can. And then it was, oh, Aaron Rodgers broke his. Because you can't fall on the quarterback right. or something. So. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's just. You can't have it both ways. You can't have, like, the crying about this, and then when they try to change it, you're complaining about that. They'll figure it out eventually. If they don't, they'll quit watching it. Hey, they can. And then they'll figure it out even faster. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. They can call it on everybody else. Just don't call it on the Cowboys. I mean, I'm so <laughs> glad the Cowboys aren't that good at the moment. Ugh. It makes I'll me, tell you, Cowboy fans are fucking crazy, too, because I'm one, but most of them are nuts. I mean... They, they want to throw Dak out. They're, like, still talking about Tony Romo. It makes me sick. I'm like, shut the hell up. Well, Tony Romo's an amazing analyst. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to play a quarterback when he's been injured for two and a half years straight. Right. And, and last week kind of sucked because I wasn't able to watch the Jacksonville game because it wasn't aired around here. The first two weeks I was. So if I continue to not being able to watch the Jacksonville games, I probably will fall out of watching it. But if they come on, you know, and they're, you know, they're a fairly decent team, so they might come on um, more often, then that would make me very happy. And I would be way more in the NFL. But right now, we're like a week and a half out of the NBA season starting. And that NBA is going to be lit. And my wife freaked out last year because the year before last, we just didn't have cable and I wasn't able to uh to watch any thunder games really and then last year i figured out all these apps right being able to log into them and watch all of the shit so i watched like 90 percent of the thunder games last year and so she's like it's already happening again i'm like oh yeah week and a half it's gonna be back <laughs> yeah and we're gonna be watching oh, every game when again. it's like you know football and basketball and some playoff baseball it's great yeah see i can't do baseball it's too boring um playoff I can baseball watch, though i could watch some highlights um that's fine, but football, I do normally give up by the end because my favorite team's normally shit, but with Jacksonville being good, I have been paying attention to that more. But I'm just one of the few people that, like, I'm on basketball the first week. And a lot of people don't even start watching basketball till Christmas for whatever reason. Know. But I'm like, I don't know. I just watch it the whole time because it's awesome. That's what drives me nuts about summer league is it's like, I mean, I guess it's cool because it is that little dish of basketball. Right. But then it's like nothing and you never hear from those guys again you know? right very few of them very yeah. few of them for sure which is all right they do plan on trying to develop the g league up uh i think the nba does a great job with their their d league or whatever yeah well now it's the g league which sounds way cooler because yeah. gatorade's sponsoring it um, i went a to a thunder blue game which is the thunder's g league team last year because my niece was dancing in a halftime show and it's like a little high school gym right mm -hmm. i mean it's bigger than that but like the attendance wise, it's like a high school game. Mm -hmm. um, but I saw Houston's playing before he, so I guess it was two years ago. Yeah. Uh, before he moved up to the Thunder. And I remember seeing them like, oh, I know of him because I remember when they got him. Um, and you could tell he was a little better than the other guys. And they yeah. played the Mavericks G League team. And there was one guy on their team that looked better. But I know they're trying to put money into it. So these guys will develop more. And they, that might actually be a, I, I mean, they do I'm sure develop. tickets are pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, we got them for free, like I said, because of the whole family thing for watching our niece. Um, but it's a fun little thing. Like you could probably take some kids to it, and they don't know the difference. Well, I was just thinking more of of what it does for the players and the the quality of the NBA game. Right. Well, and the refs. The refs. That's where they train all their refs to. That's be good refs, right? Because that's really important. Even though NBA refs are terrible as well. Uh, they're better than the NFL refs, though. Or, yeah. NFL refs are the worst right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, sports worldwide, I'm all pretty. 
pretty excited across the board. Um, last so the week, Jags are what's their record? They are two and one. They two lost one. against the Titans, which sucked because it was like nine to six. Oh, y'all should have definitely. Yeah, they dropped. It the was ball a on that one. weird. Yeah, weird game. And they play the Jets this week tomorrow. Um, so once y'all hear this podcast, uh, the game will be over. But that means a W, hopefully. Hopefully, I mean they're playing Sam Darnold. I have the Jacksonville's defense now with that trade with Marissa, and I was really hoping this week. I mean, I know you won't be rooting for it. Clank clank. Um, I'm Put hoping the they really take advantage of the the rookie quarterback um, in the Jets. So it seems like there's a lot of rookie quarterbacks. I think that's why everybody's mad at Dak because there's a lot of guys that are coming in doing good. Yeah. How about Patrick Mahomes? He he's not a rookie, but it's second uh, year. Yeah, but it's his first year playing. Yep. Jesus Christ, Kansas City's lighting it up. Yeah, I think he's going to set some records um, probably about, you know, for youngest to do whatever, whatever. I think the Patriots are out this year. It's early, but, man, they're one and two. The Patriots are like the Spurs to me and that, like, I, I think could the never. the Spurs are going to be so bad this year. Well, we'll see. Uh, I don't know if you listened Hopefully, to our podcast predictions uh, with me and Don. I did, yeah. And to us, it's just hard to count Greg Popovich out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah, it, it's hard, but it, it's not that much hard in the West to do it. <laughs> I just, I mean, you're basically saying the Blazers and the Timberwolves are getting in. Well, did you guys not him. have the Lakers in the playoffs at all? Yeah. Either one of you? Yeah, we both had okay, them okay. like five or six. Okay, all right. I think I, um, think I was having to listen to it at work, right, but I, I did listen to it. But yeah, and me and Dom argued over this whole Timberwolves or Blazers, and I think he chose Timberwolves in the playoffs, and I chose the Blazers, well, and was, now Jimmy Butler might or should probably will probably get traded. Well, I thought, news. What'd you see on that? Uh. New rumors are that he's going to the Heat. Well, no. What'd you see with the? Uh, oh yeah, like the him and. Uh, what was their beef? Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. Is some about might be a girlfriend involved. Carl Anthony Towns' <laughs> girlfriend, Jiller. I don't know if that's true. The no, no the, one's come out. The story seven. I seen was uh, blew her back out. <laughs> oh man, oh man. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Timberwolves might be. Yeah, uh, but I, I understand they why signed. they choose Carl uh, Anthony Towns. He's younger. Right. And more potential, but apparently they might trade Jimmy Butler to Miami. That's where he wants to go. Uh, I know some rumors have come up with the Clippers as well. Um, I would take my ass to the East. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd want to go to the Heat for yeah. sure. Um, I think everyone should try to run to the East if they yeah. can. Help them out. Um, yeah, I know you guys were talking about the conference thing. Oh yeah, I like. I think my idea once I reheard it on the podcast of making three conferences, I was like, man, I'm a fucking genius. Actually, yeah, I, I did think that was actually plan. a pretty good idea. And I was like, I've never heard anyone else bring it up, ever. And I just came up with that on the spot, and I was like, man, that was good. Yeah, yeah, I was buying into that. You had me on that. That's cool. Three conferences. So, I don't know if you follow politics at all. Me and Snap, you already talked about it, so if you don't, it's cool. Do you have any thoughts on this circus of Supreme Court nominees? No, pass. <laughs> but what about the uh, moth meme? Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, moth meme's taken over. So, what is what is it? It's just the moth, right? That's the whole inside joke. It's just it's the It's that a moth loves lamps. Okay, gotcha. That's the whole joke. <laughs> okay. Now, and that's the a briefing also for anybody that was confused on it. <laughs> yeah, so there is this like sort of um, you know, memes just pop up. I would love to see a chronological graph <laughs> of memes well, of when they one, became bro. popular <laughs> and like you know, I mean like dated, right? right. Like that order. And frequency. Yeah, it'd be so good. It could be a multigraph. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> I get really fascinated by that. that. And I will see friends of mine that are also into the meme culture because there are certain people that are like into it Mm -hmm. beyond just the joke. It's like there's something about the whole meta-ness of the meme and how it – The internet is undefeated. Right. It's just great. Um, So anyway, there's people complaining about the moth meme. Like I just don't get it. I don't see why this – I can't support this one. 
And I'm like, you can't pick and choose this shit. You're rather with the meme of the time or you're not. I, I don't know. Like, you just got to ride the wave. Remember that sprinkle the salt guy? When's the last time you saw a sprinkle the salt guy meme? You know? I wouldn't even make one. He didn't have one. longevity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, he burned hot and quick. Yeah. Uh, whereas in Reading Rainbow, still see Reading Rainbow. Yep. Yeah, there are, there are some uh, that have standed, stood the test of time. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just... But yeah, I just wanted to mention the moth meme because we've talked about memes on here before. Yeah, moth memes are good. Uh, there's a lot of good memes, really. I really, honestly, lately, my favorite meme is probably the one from Pokemon, which is the guy, and I've mentioned this before, and it's like the Butterfree and then the guy, and it's like the Butterfree will be like, I'm what? sure y'all know what I'm talking about. No, I know. I'm trying memes. to look it up. Uh, Pokemon Butterfree memes is what I'm. That's what I'm looking for because I know what a Butterfree is. Is it this one? No, no, no. Hold up. I'll just cut all this shit out whenever. No, you're you're, sure I have one saved here. So like this sort of meme. Oh, okay. Is that a Butterfree? Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's covered up with text. Yeah, that meme's hilarious. Yeah, so it's like the Japanese cartoon guy. Yeah. And he's like, whatever your subject you're making fun of. So yeah. this one says Southerners. Yeah. And then the Butterfree, it says literally everything. And then it says, is this an attack on Christian values? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that shit's exactly. so funny. Um, yeah. Some people don't get the meme culture. Something that's awesome that's happened in the meme world is I mentioned before, I love the SpongeBob doing the chicken thing uh-huh. memes uh, those are some of my favorite spongebob and yeah. there's now a man version where like a guy like they've made him all inverted with his eyes crossed. oh yeah and my god yeah yes. yeah i got so excited about i that. shared one of his yeah and it was hilarious oh it's a calculator you're not gonna always have a calculator in your pocket <laughs> yeah <laughs> cell phone <laughs> i had someone ask me that because i have a math degree and they were like hey what do you think about people using calculators and i go Here's my honest thought. As someone who grew up in the age of like, you won't always have a calculator. I think your kid's going to be an idiot if they can't use one or if they have to have a calculator to do this, but they will always have a calculator from now until forever. So I guess it's okay. Yeah. That's like, you don't even really have to memorize history as long as you know how to go to Wikipedia and look for it. Right. It's just, would you do that? Yeah. No, No. you wouldn't. Yeah. You'll just say, I don't care. Yeah. Did you know there's a 33 by 33 by 33 Rubik's Cube, and it was created by Gregor Plinig? Well, I'm it? sorry. Who, who, He's a time? French mechanical engineer. It's a Rubik's Cube that's 33 oh, by 33 okay. by 33 square. And it looks like the hardest fucking thing I've ever seen. I'm like, I don't even know how you would attempt that shit Dude, my kid brought home this uh it's a light cube and it's like a rubik's cube and you can like play games right and one of them is basically like it has a light and you have to push it with your fingers and that it's like all spongy dude it's so cool i played with that thing and all i could think about was like i wish i was tripping right now because right. this would be so fun Dude, it was fun with you remember tripping. the simon says yeah. games and it was just like Four oh, yeah. fucking color corners. Yeah. And then we just do a pattern. This and then the whole the same thing, thing yeah. was just like remember that. Then <laughs> <laughs> re put it in. Yeah. And it was like, oh man, that was fucking trippy. But it was one of those things like she brought home and I jagged it from her. It was like, sorry. Played with, <laughs> yeah. I played with it till the batteries ran dead and then I never replaced them. Yeah, you're like, well it broke. <laughs> That's how it is. Tough love, tough world. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, um you you're talking about music and uh I was going to talk about this um, because I have the insight. Yeah. And it's uh, – because I was thinking, like, 
people always hit me up. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, this is either like Tech 9 or, you know, this has Tech 9 in it and this and that. And I was just thinking, I was like, honestly, what I need to do is put together like an introduction comprehensive list of. So he's got 20 studio albums. Right. And that's like so much. And a lot of people are like, oh, he's, you know, I don't like the choppy rap or I don't like that style that made him famous. But it's just like, and I, I mentioned this on a podcast before, is the Strange Music label has like bands. They have like different kinds of, I'll, I'll call them rappers right. and artists, um, you know, for different genres and stuff. And so like, I, honestly, the the mo- more popular songs I mean, I respect them and I like them, but they're not my favorite songs. And right. I think that the the ones that I really like are so unique. And people, I don't think they're the ones that anybody has heard before. So remind me sometime and I'll uh, just come up with a top five list of like writ songs or something like that. Because uh, it's something that I've studied and would be able to present to people without having right. to like do years of listening and research. So I'll give you the shortcut. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm totally down for any uh, rapper talk. And I know you told me to listen to Ritz before, and I've never listened to him. Um, and even when you're listening to my music, you're like, you haven't listened to Ritz? And I was like, nope. And I, I say that with caution, too, because like you were saying, like if right. somebody mentions something to me, I don't know. It's just sometimes either I won't listen to it or they were wrong about me liking it, you know, or something. I don't know. It just never seems to work out. So I hate being like, oh, yeah, go definitely do it, you know, but. I know that you had mentioned that you do, you will listen if people like give you suggestions or right. whatever. Well, like my favorite rapper is this dude named XV, and I don't even know if he's got the song in years. Um, and he's just from Kansas, and he raps about video games a little bit, but also about loving rap music and being down with the culture and all that sort of shit. What's right? his name? Uh, XV. Um, I, I always tell people to look up like Vizzy uh, Vizzy Vizzy was the first song I heard of his, but it's kind of old. Um, but he just has some good songs like Busy Busy Busy. Yeah, like V-I-Z-Z-Y. Okay. Um, but he has a song called Tunnel Vision that's really good. He has a lot of really uh, good songs. And I just really like his lyrics. They connect to me personally. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like – I don't expect everyone to feel it because I'm like, right. you didn't have the same experience I did. Oh, you yeah. know, this shit ain't going to hit you the same. Um, and I'm, I'm totally – I've never heard of this guy. Yeah, I'm a big fan uh, of XV, so I'm excited for you to check him out. Yeah. He has this whole movement about the Squarians, like mm-hmm. where he's a square, you know, like – but anyway, I, I like XV a lot. Nice. Um, but you were saying something about strange music. I will say for me on Tech Nine, I originally listened to Tech Nine when he made "I'm a Player, I'm a Player, I'm a Player." Like when I was a little kid, like yeah. right around my older cousin That's Rusty, dope. Um, and I loved it. And that was on so many CDs of mine and shit. And then I didn't start listening to him again until like 15 years later, yeah, or something. And it was when he finally uh, he. The mixtape, I don't think it was the one where he had the face paint on the album, but it was like the mixtape before that one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Was oh, it okay. the where he looked like Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Yeah, all sixes and sevens, maybe. Mm, sounds right. Um, I and think so, he had Kendrick on that album. Yeah, me and my wife, my wife likes him a lot. My wife actually likes Tech Nine more than me. And so she, after that, she's like, hey, get, make sure you give me all the Tech Nine. So, so anytime his stuff comes out, I would download it. <gasps> and, oh, yeah. get it and so that's why I'm aware of a lot of his new stuff. Like, I really like uh, Table and Chest Stress. Like, I like the way it's made. Yeah. Right. Like there's certain things about things he does. I like, but I am one of those people. I hate chopper rap only you can do it in a way that's still, and I guess it doesn't qualify as a chopper stuff where 
if I could understand it, like Twista is mm-hmm. not Chopper to the way that the new dudes claim to be. Mm-hmm. Like new guys, they think it means a syllable for every beat, mm-hmm. right, or whatever. And it's like, to me, that doesn't have to be it. Because if I can't understand what you're saying, I don't care. Right. And that's where I lose them, right? And some guys are like, let me show off how talented I am to where you can't even understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And then that's where... I think you have to do a lot for me not to understand you. Yeah. I mean, we have this one friend, J-Mac, and I understand every word he says, and that's super hard to <laughs> hey, do. Hey, uh, yeah, you're talented there. So like, I'm normally pretty good at understanding these rap lyrics, so whenever people go too I understand fast, about I just half go, of what J-Mac says. <laughs> <laughs> and that's unfair. I haven't seen him in, like, since my wedding. You know, that's the last time I saw him. That's because he never so. hits anybody up no more. Yeah, I think he told uh, Skinny, who's his cousin, he, he was solo dolo these days. Yeah. And that's just how it is. And I was like, well, I respect that, man. I'm kind of the same way a lot yeah. of times. He can still hit me up. Uh, yeah, J-Mac, if you listen, Curtis said you can fucking hit him up. Yeah, yeah. Um, he hits me up and asked me about how to, like, fix an Xbox about a month ago. Random shit like that. Um, random thing. A man sued Pepsi when he found a mouse in his Mountain Dew. And Pepsi's attorney... Stated the Mountain Dew would dissolve a mouse in 30 days and show that his can was purchased 74 days after it was manufactured. Yeah. So it couldn't have been there from them. Yeah. And then they won that. So that means they're like on record of being like, no, no, Mountain Dew will kill a mouse in 30 days. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And you drink that shit. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I'm not, I'm not going to hate or whatever. I love Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. And some of those crack me up because it's like, well, honestly, your stomach is like a vile pit of acid so i mean it's gonna be all right i remember being like you can eat mcdonald's and it's not good for you but it's not gonna kill you any worse than smog i guess right i mean (laughs) i remember being way stoned in um some science class in college and our teacher explaining to us that like your stomach's outside of your body i mean being like what and he was like imagine you're a donut and your mouth and your butt are the hole of the donut. And like if we could stretch you out or like if theoretically you could swallow a rope that was <laughs> long enough to go through all your intestines and stay intact, it could be coming out of your mouth and out of your butt at the same time. And that's on in your body. That is – it's a different thing because if your stomach opens up and then your body got exposed to what's inside your stomach, you would die. Yeah. Like it, the shit that lives in that tract – is like super dangerous to you. It's not really you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. Fucking, it's weird. It's fucking. It's, anyway, it's pretty crazy. I only said I was stoned because I remember being like in that class, like, bro, bro, yeah. hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk this out yeah. a little I'm, more. I'm awake now. You have my attention. <laughs> yeah, these 8 a.m. classes are are a trip, dude. I had fucking cheaper for biology. Oh yeah, in college even... at 8 a.m. That was the worst. The one I ended up following so through with uh, was one who said, I'm a biology teacher. I don't believe in evolution, so we're skipping that. And I was like, whoa. Seems <laughs> like a big part of biology. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of your faith, uh, like, couldn't you just combine them? Like, God made the eight people that turned into us, and then we, I don't know. That's terrible. Uh, That's terrible. All right, man, I don't really think I have too much to bring up this week, but if you do, by all means. Yeah, I better get out of here. I know. This is a long episode. I'm about to cut some shit. Um, we're over two hours. I think it's too long for most people. Not two? for just me and you. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a, all right. Gotcha. Gotcha. 10-4. All right, man. Peace. Peace.